Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to Live from the Barrage. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this much's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? I from the garage. Look at the psycho Who? walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What's wrong with you, Peter? John Hulan, fuck you. How's that for time and music, bro? <laughs> I just made it. I was ready to go, and we're back. Uh, you like that? That's pro, right? I ran out for a beer, and it's the second... Uh, hi, everybody. We're back live from the broad here on Radio Nope. Thank you, Tree Voight and Preemptive Strike. Yeah. Oh, my God. One pound fish. What, what, what is that? flew in my mouth. One pound <laughs> fish? You got to listen. Go back and listen to the yeah, old episodes. I, 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 didn't get to I can't. I'll let the audience fill you in on that. Right, Hello, right. everybody. Hi. Thank you, audience. It's me and Brian Musikoff. We're here. We're ready in the barrage. Everyone else is late or has a leak or is in traffic. Ryan sent me a picture of... Um, of the Waze app, I guess, or whatever you call that yep. stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a guy sleeping in his car was the traffic problem. Like somebody pinned that, you know. Wow. So hopefully uh, that'll, good. Be, that'll be I'm not worried. I like it when it's just me and you, Brian. Me too. For a little Let's while. It's relaxing. Up. I'm relaxed because yeah. I'm stressed out about the show all day, no. running around like a chicken without a head, trying to clean the house, do the laundry, clean the bathroom, do the dishes, do the, everything. Get the show up. By the way, the late, um, not the latest show, but the show before that, I got up. If Brad Weisenberg is listening, if any of you uh, are on looking for the that iTunes version of uh, the Sunshine and the Rain episode, that is now up on radionope.com slash podcasts slash barrage and also on iTunes and your favorite podcast app. It's on all that stuff. So just go to those things and, uh, you know, listen to it. And please subscribe. Yeah, it's, it's free. You might have to resubscribe. I don't know what happened when we moved over to yeah. Conan's, but it's all there. If you, it's all there. Trust me, I, I tested it out. It works. Yeah, hit the subscribe button, and then you get you don't miss a you don't miss a beat. Yes, uh, everyone in the chat box excited about Tree Void Show. We thank Tree yeah. for uh, doing that every week. And uh, I can't stop. Shut up. With nice you. lead in there. Uh, today on the show we have a huge show. We have um we have this guy called We're Gonna Lose calling in at eight thirty. He's a Gamer troll. I know how much Brad Weissenberger loves video games. We'll ask uh, that guy when he will grow up, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to him for a few minutes there. And uh, the our, you know, the, we have a huge guest coming in live in the studio at nine o'clock. His name is Des Bishop. If everybody out there uh, is listening from Ireland or across the, the across the globe, Des Bishop is a famous international Irish comedian. 
He's an author. He's a performer. He's a stand-up guy. He's had TV shows, the Des Bishop work experience, Under the Influence, and the Name of the Fada, all that stuff. My, and he's also my friend. Right. And when I say he's my friend, we grew up together from second grade till the time that he was shipped off unceremoniously to the Emerald Isle. <laughs> now, did you, were you when, when did you become, have you been in touch with him all throughout, or did you become aware that he no. came into his fame recently? No, um, no, I went. The, I I haven't been in touch with him the whole time he was in Ireland, pretty much until 2011 when he uh, did a show here about his dad called uh-huh. my my dad was nearly James Bond, uh-huh. or in America my dad was almost James Bond. So and it was a story of how his dad. Um, we'll ask him about it. Tried out for the part of James Bond. His dad, one of the greatest guys you ever want to meet, Mike Bishop, an excellent man, a kind man. A sweet man, a musician, an actor. You know, the guy was, he was just so cool. Okay, so he comes from a family of... Right, so when he did this show called My Dad Was Nearly James Bond, it was like a one-man stage show, and he would go up there and tell the whole story, and there would be there would be video clips of his dad and other movies. His dad was in the movie Zulu as an oh, extra, right, right, you know, right, right, like right. had like one line, you know. Solid. He also had another line in the plane. I'll, we'll ask him about that, where he's like a blind pilot. All the pilots go blind, and they show uh-huh. <laughs> play in these movies. And it's dad cool. was from Queens. Yes, they they live right uh, in walking distance from here, so yes. Right on. And we grew up the bishops hanging out at the bishop's house, uh, you know, making trouble. It was a lot of fun. Family, so. and now he's now he's a household name in Ireland. A household Des, name in Des Ireland is. and uh, China and everywhere else. <laughs> Des Bishop. He actually so excited uh, to talk to him. He went to. Uh, he did a you know he's he went to China to live, and learn Mandarin. And then he ended up doing stand-up comedy in Mandarin. This was like the goal. No. To the Chinese people, swear to God. No. It's true. I get, I'm just trying to... Uh, it's going to sound terrible. I'm just trying to... like It, it sounds like something inside my head right now, which right. I'm not going to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Does so, he have a brogue? Has he acquired a brogue? He's got like this hybrid... Um, Queens Irish thing going on. All right, we'll get into it when he gets here, but we'll we'll he he still grow even up though he's yeah, right, even though he's still you know he's lived there for I guess you know fifteen no more than that twenty five years right for something like that right he still has not flipped completely into the brogue but it's like it's all there it's it's weird <laughs> we'll talk to him about it <laughs> I would imagine that the Queens accent if he has one is pretty novel over there in Ireland. Right. As a performer. And, you know, when I listen, watch him doing stand-up, I'm like, wow, he's got the brogue. But when they watch him do stand-up, they're probably like, wow, this guy sounds like he's from, uh, you know, sounds like he's about to knock over a garbage truck or something. Yeah. He has Not the- that you would, I don't know why you would rob a garbage truck. <laughs> knock over a garbage truck. filled with garbage, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, who knows what your needs are if you're a criminal out there. Thugged out Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, there might be some good stuff in that garbage truck. Maybe they can have cash on them. Who knows? Slimy the worm. We're excited to talk to Des. I never called him Des in my life. I always called him Desmond. Desmond. And, uh, yeah, his dad was actually our soccer coach. It was great. Nice. Did you play under the Throgs Neck Bridge? <laughs> no. I did. We played at, like, Cunningham Park and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. His dad wasn't a, His dad was English, actually, and... uh he wasn't a very good soccer coach. All he would say was like his whole strategy was like, "It's a passing game, John. It's a passing game, John." <laughs> and I'm like, so, I don't know. I'm no. I'm like, you know, I'm ten years old. I don't give a crap. You're pa- playing basketball. You're being a ball hog. It's a passing game. Because <laughs> he was too nice to be mean, so he, that's all he really well, said. Your children. Time. He's not going <laughs> to like peg you with the. You'd be surprised. Ball. You never, you know, when my kids played sports, some of these coaches were total dicks. We had to play soccer under our matches when we were little kids. I played for St. Roberts here in Queens. And we got placed to play underneath the Throgs Neck Bridge. 
right. which is a dirt field for, for those who don't live around here. It's basically a bridge, uh, an overpass kind of thing, and a dirt field under it. And we used to get rocks thrown at us from the surrounding neighborhood kids as we played games. Right. So everyone's on the didn't have chat so box saying that um, everything's cutting out. Oh. I'm going to get a check on something and I will be right back. Musical break. <laughs>
All right. There's plenty of technical problems going on. <laughs> Enough to go around for everyone tonight. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, uh, God damn it. Come on. Why isn't this working? I think it's my computer, actually. <clears throat> Could be. This is the worst night ever. Justin Foley has no technical problems, as we just heard. Yes, that's right. <laughs> He's super prepared. He always wow. knows what to think. That's one, in, one, one intense yes. brother. Right, Scott, I am, I'm queuing that up. I completely actually uh, was spaced on that one, but uh, I will have that happening uh, during the next break. And uh, we, we will hear... Um, well, we will hear things. We'll hear many things. Thank you, everyone. But we're back live from the barrage, finally, on here on Radio Nope, and we appreciate you listening. I'm here at Brian Musikoff, who's, yep. who's fresh from the Ramones Museum exhibit at, yeah. at uh, Flushing Meadows Corona Park. How, how long is that going on for? It's uh, at the Hall of Science? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's in the Queen's Museum next to the, the Hall of Science. It's in the Museum next to the Science. Okay, but right. something I found out today, the curator... I gotta go to this. I you you find, definitely I gotta do make this. time to go. You're A, you're the biggest Ramones fan I know, and secondly, it's uh, in your backyard. That's not true. I, I actually, I'm... I'm you know, I, I'm trying to avoid looking at your pictures of the Ramones Museum because I, I want to experience it for myself. No, someone else posted that same thing. Go see it in person. Right. Photographs do no justice. It is from uh, from April 10th to July 31st, so you have a long time to go see it. Right. But uh, I wouldn't wait. Scott, I have this weird thing when I when I download the sound uh, the song off of. Uh the email iTunes just starts playing it automatically. It's so annoying. I'm, I'm sure there's a great way to shut that off, but I'm not going to fuck with it right now. Fuck you, iTunes. I'm going to quit iTunes. Screw yeah. you. I wish we could. We're Screwing so with me right now. So, what'd you think of the Ramones Museum? You know, it was really, really cool. It's I don't know if you've been to the Queen's Museum. It's the one. It's the building. I've been to all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I it's love the building that. that faces the Unisphere. Right. The big giant globe. Is so, that the place where they have the map? Yeah. Yeah, the, they have this gigantic... Topographic map, that one? Topographic map of yeah. Queens, uh -huh. and you could walk all around it and look down and see the entire borough. It's The room is maybe, I don't know, 100 feet by 100 feet or something like that? Yeah, I got yelled at for walking on it. You walked like, on yeah, it? You, yeah, isn't that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> you liar. I got I almost got thrown out. I got to see the Ramones exhibit, though. <laughs> you walked on the, on the, on the piece? You're I was playing Godzilla. I was kick over like goddamn my grandparents did you see any old uh, old aging punks at this uh, Ramones museum yeah they they were out in force uh also i have to say it's a real as my grandmother would say it's a real real dresser upper affair everyone got all dolled up in their punk and glam uniforms and outfits and it was a spectacle to behold. Like the people were part of the exhibit the I, attendees yeah, were part of the exhibit i can Absolutely. imagine yeah, yeah sure why not yeah like you know uh, Scungil Ramon out there, all these old punks with their <laughs> gray long hair and crusty old uh, leather jackets. They all brought them out of the closet and headed down right, to Queens. Right, right. And um, celebrity New York City punk rocker Andy Chernoff of the Dictators was there. Sure. We had him on the show. We did. And he wants to come back, by the way. Anytime. I like Andy Chernoff. He's Be a good guy. Yeah, he has a record to promote that's actually a tribute to Joey Ramon that I think aligns with the closing of this show, but it's going to be a seven inch and he wants to talk to you about it. Right. Um, yeah, we'd love to have him back on. Of course, uh, Andy was in The Dictators. He wrote all those songs pretty much as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, let me see if I could fit in there. <laughs> and, uh, no, I don't know about that. Yeah, we got Andy. kind of a full schedule coming up. We it's do. It's pretty exciting. We do. So, Andy can come back anytime he likes as long as there's uh, you're not another guest. And uh, yeah. today is actually, <laughs> is today the anniversary of Joey's death? Joey Ramon is gone 15 years as of today. 15 years. Yes. He's been gone. And, That's incredible. Uh, right. So, 
That's unbelievable to me. Yeah, part of the reason why I went today, I was going to go today anyway because I had to be yeah. in Queens to go. But I figured, oh, now that it's the anniversary of his death, I kind of have to go. It just seems like the thing to do. Was it, um, were, were people like down about the death thing today? Was it like no, a somber moment? No, it was a, a celebrated thing. There was a lot of younger people there wearing big, gigantic 70s sunglasses to hide, you know, their emotions. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there was a little bit of that. But you know, uh, B- BRW on the chat box does have a point that he he says he feels mm-hmm. weird about punk rock being in a museum, and I tend to agree. And maybe that's why I haven't gone because I'm just like you know I don't really desire to go and mm. look it, at the pair of jeans in a glass case or something. <laughs> it's the same, I don't know if, if how is that punk rock? Like you know how about that guy who just like uh, is going to set all the, set all the Sex Pistols memorabilia on fire? <laughs> that, you know, that guy's punk rock, bro. <laughs> yeah, or a total dick, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> um, it's the same vibe as, I don't know if you've been to the Hendrix Museum out in Seattle. They have they had a retrospective on Nirvana. I have not. That I just happened to catch while it happened. It's the same exact vibe where it's like old magazine articles, like pieces of T-shirts that people like shredded from them and sold back to the museum. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed it. it. You know, whether punk rock should or shouldn't be in a museum, I don't know. I think it's part, it's, it's culture. Right. It's, it's, it's Queens culture. That's true. Uh, I'm glad it's in Queens. So, Are yeah. they going to travel this thing around the world, or is it like a one-time deal? I is this stuff from the Rock no. and Roll Hall of Fame that's like on loan? Uh, I don't know. A lot of it came from the personal collection of um, of Monty. Yeah. Their, yeah. their tour guy. Yeah, he was there. Right. He now works in the Hall of Science, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Doing what? He's like- a... I didn't. We didn't get into it. Oh, wow. But he's I'm there a, all the time. I love that Hall of Science. Me too. And I went there a lot as a kid too. Did, did that used to be the Con Edison Hall of Science? Was that the same thing? That I don't remember. I never went there as a kid, but only okay. I've only gone there as a as a parent, bringing my children there. It's a great thing to do. I believe there's a planetarium in there. There's all sorts of shit in there. Right. It's crazy. It's right next to those big rocket ships in Flushing Meadow Park. Those old right. rockets from the '60s. Right. Science. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Mar- um, Monty works in there. And he actually expressed interest in being interviewed by by you. I would love to have him on. So he, he kidding said, me? That'd be great. <laughs> and he lives. Um, did you tell him we had Richie and? Uh, I did. CJ and I, on. Yep. And he lives out in Whitestone. See how it builds up. You have more people on. Right. He's and made, then you're like, oh, this person's like, oh, you had CJ and Ruma. And then you talk to like you know uh, Bill Clinton. You're like, hey, we had Hillary on. She's right. like, oh, well, she did it. I'll do it. You right. know what I mean? That's how it kind of starts to work. Hopefully, working on something here. You, you end up, uh, I don't know, interviewing like uh, Putin, Plancy, <laughs> who is now. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, to, he's, that's why for a counterpoint. <laughs> a, I, t- I turn on NPR before, and I hear this guy talking the, about Putin, uh, Russian planes buzzing a uh, a, a, a fucking air, U.S. aircraft carrier in the South China Sea. <laughs> and John Kerry's like, well, we had a right to shoot him down. They didn't, nothing happened. But I, like, I'm like, wow, that's pretty scary shit. We're in like DEFCON 3. They set that doomsday clock to three minutes to midnight. No, boy. The American media. Yeah. What the hell's going on? To call it counterpoint to Pussy Riot. The guy from NPR is like, and, uh, you know, you can clearly see they're armed, even though Russia says they aren't armed. And now we go to um, Terry Gross, who will be speaking about to childhood <laughs> Uh, how your brain works on uh, the iPhone and children. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, go back to the room. Are we be, are, are we, what's going on? Are we all going to die? I'm like checking the internet. <laughs> shall, Fucking guy. Shall we play a game? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Woo. War's bad. I just saw the um, great Cold War movie, um, Bridge of Spies, last night. I never saw that one. It's the Tom Hanks uh, 
lawyer sent over to negotiate the release or the trade of hostages during Cold War time of the 60s. Right. And I enjoyed it, directed by Spielberg. Ah, I never even heard of that. Yeah. Tom British, Hanks British, and Spielberg? Bridge of Spies. Hmm. Bridge of Spies. What year did that come out? Spies. Spies. Uh, this past year. I prefer Spies Like Us. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a new movie. That's why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it to check that one out? Pretty, you like it? How many? Cool. I like the how many uh, music officers you give that movie? How many? How many? Out of, out heads? of uh, this is a new this is a new scale. <laughs> out of how many? Well, we we should give it snoozicoffs. No, no. Follow, <laughs> if it's bad, hear me out. No, no. Hear me out. Snoozicoffs is how many times I space out or daydream during a movie, which I do often. Name especially during fight scenes, and I love yes. action. I love fight yes. scenes, but nine times out of ten, I go to another movie in my head during that. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't space out too too much. I was on my iPhone a lot during it. Right. Attempted to okay, it inspired me to research, so I was on Google a lot during it. Right. Oh man, that's I'm the worst at that. I watch something, I I'm, I'm on Google googling everything. Right. It's like a real, especially if I watch, but if I watch it with someone else, I don't. Right. Well, I if I'm fun. by myself, I'm like I'm googling every single character, that what happened, the conflict, everything. Right. And a lot of it, it's based on fact. So there's I had so many questions, and a lot of it's uh, not too too far off, but uh, I had to Google find out who that hot chick was. Who's that? They didn't have her. Oh. <laughs> Different movie in my head. I was thinking about, you know, who's really, uh, I don't want to say, but I showed this picture of this girl at the Rangers game. Bridge of Cries. Who's the, the girl from Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, uh, uh, I'm the worst. At, so this is why I suck you know, at the I'm Ryan t- game. Her name's like Margot something or, yeah. or something Margot. I don't know. Margot uh, Kidder. And, uh, this is why I suck at the Ryan game because my synapses are just completely fried by this point. She uh, is Harley Quinn in that Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. And I'm not even into comic books. And I'm like Googling everything about every character because I read a story. I'm like, oh, this, is this movie going to be Stu Nod or what? And uh, man, she's some looker. I'll tell you that. Yeah, she's easy <laughs> on the eyes. Why do you think she got the role? But she said, "Oh, she's all the Rangers games. The Ranger jersey on it makes her even hotter." She's from New York. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? I'll it's I'll go with that. She's from Queens. See right. <laughs> we should get her on the show. Come on. As is Des Bishop, our guest at nine p.m. tonight. Des Bishop is an international comedian. He's originally from Flushing, Queens, right? That, right around the block, and we'll be talking to him at nine p.m. Before that, hopefully, we'll be hearing from We're Gonna Lose. The, inter- the gamer troll who's Pat, Pat has lined up. Pat is not here because there's a leak. Ryan's uh, not here because there's traffic. Tommy Rockstar is not here because he's in the jungle. He's traveling, <laughs> he's traveling all over the world um, following Guns N' Roses around for some reason. He, that's and a fact, Jack. He really is. I think he's going to Coachella tomorrow or tonight or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I figured Coachella. Chuchella. You, you, right. You know, he, he does the... the um, the merchandising of, of shirts and shit. So I figured he'd be going to Coachella for work. I don't. Th- I don't know, man. I think he's going because Guns N' Roses are playing. GNR. So it, apparently- I will be playing if Tommy's listening tonight. If he has time, I will play some Guns N' Roses songs. I will. I will play the two I think are uh, passable. Mm. I put a picture up on Facebook on Tommy's wall today. That's how I say I miss someone if I if I put a picture on your wall. So I put a picture <laughs> of uh, this really happened today where. I'm going through the pictures I took at the exhibit today, the Ramones exhibit, and I come across a painting of Joey Ramones' face that was in the background of a group of other real people that were in the foreground. Yeah. And, you know, the little, the field that asks you who you want to tag, it zoomed in on the painting. Yeah. And asked me if I wanted to tag myself, you, or Tommy Rockstar. That's insane. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't think that's a face face algorithm. I think that's a people you interact with the most algorithm. Aw. 
Here, take, take a picture of this mint map oh, yeah, yeah, that on. you sent me. Brian was nice enough to uh, steal some literature. Yeah, got, maybe, got screamed maybe at too much. Too. It smells... What does that smell? It smells like new printed... It's fresh ink. It's the it's, smell it's, of... It's a map of Queens, Brooklyn, Long Island, right, Manhattan, Would you hold it up new so I can take a picture of it, please? Thank you. Um, they're actually not going to be able to see this too well because the light from the back of it's coming through, but I'll post it anyway. How's oh, okay, wait, way better. Hang on. Let me block the light. It's a pretty cool map. Frameable. <laughs> Listeners, stand by. Suitable for framing. <laughs> this fucking this mint map. map. It is mint. Of, uh, yeah, it's just like a, it's a map of New York City. With I all should, these Ramones yeah. references on it. I should tell everybody what happened today. It looks, it almost, it's kind of like reminiscent of your style of animation in a way. Oh, thanks. Um, Animation is moving cartoons. It's my my, <laughs> right. my illustration style. Illustration style. And I thank you because I like that a lot. But what? Open that up again, please. Yeah. Is there a name at the bottom of that? I didn't even check of uh, who who see. who the. Let's see who drew this. Thing. Who drew that? And I'll post it for everybody right mm, now. Oh yeah, a man named John Hol- Holmes. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. He yeah. did he did the original illustrations for Punk Magazine. In fact, the famous Punk, the the logo Punk, the word Punk. Yeah. He designed that. What do you mean? John logo Holmes. punk. The, from the punk magazine. I'll find that and post oh. that too. Hang on. Uno momento. Oh, actually, I have a picture of it I took today at the thing. Hang on. You got Seven. one out of two, Scott. One out of two on my uh, two passable Guns N' Roses songs. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, I'm I'm being a little, you know, I'm lying a little bit. The, the Appetite for Destruction album is pretty incredible as an album. It's a good record. I can't get past at well. Matter of opinion, but I can't get past Axl Rose's voice. Also, which, which ruined the whole thing for me. I'm, uh, you know, I'm nostalgic because yep. it's the album that I listened to when I was a kid. Right, Tommy Rockstar, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What's hey, going on, man? Tommy? Tommy, where good, are you? Good, good. Where in the world where is the Tommy, world's Tommy Rockstar? Rockstar? <laughs> I am sitting in uh, horrible LA traffic trying to get my way to Coachella with my brother sitting next to me on speakerphone. Oh, hey, how's it going? What's up, Rose? Hi. What's up, man? It's crazy right now. Yeah. You guys are stuck in traffic, huh? Yeah, typical LA bullshit. Right. What, uh, oh, so what time's the show? Is it tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. Uh, we'll get there right uh, right before they start. It works out just perfectly. Nice, nice. So uh, it's three hours earlier there. I assume it's 5.30. Tommy, what number, G- yeah. what number GNR show is this for you? Well, uh, they're, technically they're playing tomorrow. Tonight we're going to see LCD Sound System and M83 and Sushin Stevens and all these all these fucking bands. But uh, mm-hmm. this would be number, I don't know, like 24, 25, somewhere around there. Right. Oh, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of Guns N' Roses. Yep. <laughs> a lot of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> how, many ori- how, how many original I'm lineups? Gonna to... Go ahead. Yeah. How many original lineup shows have you seen? Uh, I've, unfortunately, I've never seen an original lineup oh. with Steven Adler, but I've I've seen him with Izzy back in the day. So four right. fifths counts, I guess. Oh, me. so oh, the Matt Sorum years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a little too young, so I, I a couple friends have seen him with the original five, but I couldn't do it, unfortunately. Right, I see. Hey, yeah. hey, hey Tom, uh, I'm really impressed. I'm very, very impressed with the station ID that you got for us. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Did you guys get a chance to play that yet? Yeah. Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> what is, is Ron Jeremy just carry around a harmonica with him like he has no other bit? Like, it's either whip out your dick like or have a, a harmonica. Clown, a clown horn on the head of his dick. Right. <laughs> Sir, you can't take your dick out in here. Well, I guess I'll uh, carry around a harmonica. <laughs> 
And he totally baffled me at the end when he, I, I thought he was just going to be like, all right, and I'm done. But then he whips out this fucking harmonica and <laughs> blown on it. And imagine, like, imagine the, the, the festering disease pile that's inside of that fucking mouth harp. Uh, right? Ooh, God. Did, my did, brother just rolled his eyes when he played the ID. <laughs> did you corner him? Tommy, did you corner him at the Rainbow Room? I actually did. Uh, he was there, and some friends pointed him out, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's that, like that's there all the time. Yeah. yeah, I cornered the Ramones manager today, so we got him coming up. Tommy, there's supposed, to, awesome. there's supposed yeah. to be a caller at 830. I'm not exactly sure if it's happening, so if I ha I might have to hang up on you if it does happen. That's fine. I, that's fine. You can totally bump me. But also, we I, I ran into another guest that I, I texted John about, and he can, you guys can talk about that later, but hopefully that'll work out, too. Okay. You did? Is it, it's a secret, or are we allowed to tell everybody? Text to me now? No, John, remember uh, the, uh, my friend I ran into at the Guns N' Roses show? Manemba? Uh, uh -huh. His initials are E-M. E <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look at my text. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. He's a, he, he does, he's a celebrity comedian on Comedy Central. <clears throat> I, I'm drawing a blank, Eton, but I failed the e Ryan game anyways. Eton Mersky from Pagani, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, dude. He's playing weird. I have fortune. so many things on my plate. I have to look right. again. I, I can't remember. Oh, oh I got I right. to go, Tom. The other guy's calling in. Yep. All right, guys. Have a great show. I'll talk to you later. All right, later. Stay tuned for more Guns N' Roses jams while you're sitting in traffic. Watch the watch, watch the tar pits, Tommy. Yeah, take care. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hello, it's working. I lose. I'm calling in. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey. man. It really is you. I hear. I recognize <laughs> your voice. <laughs> oh, you're being trolled. You're not disguising your voice too much on those uh, on those videos. Then <laughs> it's you. No, no. How's it going, man? It's uh, an acting voice, but I'm right. doing great. How you guys? And I, I'm I skipped karate class to be here tonight, so I'm a little emotional. But other I'm doing well. <laughs> what class did you skip? <laughs> Karate class. Oh, karate, karate class. class at 8 oh, really? Be a wise ass. You have to defend yourself. I'm surprised that a uh, guy who spends all day playing video games would be taking karate class. Well, he's talking about a virtual karate class. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's a lot of people that want to beat me up, so i got to learn how to defend myself. I was going to ask you about that. We're going to lose, uh, for the audience who's listening, uh, is a, uh, would you call yourself a gamer troll? I mean, he's got these YouTube videos where he just kind of fucks with people that are uh, playing games against him or, or with right, him. Right, Mostly live, his teammates. He's, live gaming. Right, you're 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 live online for on Xbox or something, and you're on a team and in, in, in say like Call of Duty, and you're just like blowing guys up that are on your team, and they get insanely angry, and you and you know we're gonna lose. It's just like keeps keeps this bit up where he he pretends like you know that hey man you're in the way or he doesn't know what's going on. It's it's pretty great. Right, I've watched a bunch of them, and apparently the ones that people love the most are the NASCAR ones, which I haven't gotten right. to see yet. So I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, the NASCAR one. Everybody requests NASCAR. NASCAR NASCAR is actually kind of hard to do most of the time because it's such a small community. It's not like Call of Duty where, you know, millions of people play. Right. So if I go on NASCAR, I've, I've changed usernames and all that, and people will still recognize just by the voice. So it's <laughs> yeah. really hard to do NASCAR. All right. That, that's where I was going with Every it. now and then I get it going. Do you pick NASCAR because, uh, the dem because the people who would tend to play NASCAR, that demographic, are more fuck with them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sadly to say, yeah, yeah I, I guess I, I didn't pick it for that reason. Word up. Um, I sorry, go ahead. You no, know, I used to play. I used to play video games to be serious, you know, to actually try and win. Me and uh, me and a friend I grew up with, we used to play uh, like every Sunday and Tuesday, whatever days we didn't really have much going on. And uh, we invited a friend of ours one time, and he had never played Call of Duty before, so he wasn't very good. So he he made us lose like every game we played. 
And most of the people were pretty cool. But there was this one guy that was just, you know, shouting every pro- profanity word, homophobic slur, racial slur. At the, right. you know, calling him a retard and this and that. And I'm just going. He deserved it. Man, what the hell is what the hell is going on here? Why is this guy acting like it's just a video game? Right. And uh, <laughs> you know, he just he just kept going on and on about it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna record this. So I looked into it, and I just started going on video games, acting stupid, and getting people's reactions from it, and right. it turned out to it work out pretty well. It works. It's fucking hilarious. But you, you, if you, I mean, <laughs> you know, I have ki- I, I played Call of Duty, and I was never really good at it. And then uh, I have children now who play those games, and I would never let them turn on the chat because these you know people are insane like with the like you said yeah. the, the racist stuff and the, and the homophobic stuff they're they're absolutely it's like their go-to it's the first thing they say it's like the n-word or something like that it's horrible you target the people who deserve it who uh, ask for it they're awful these people on on these on xbox and playstation they're the worst people in the world and most of them are like 14 <laughs> or 15 right. i was gonna and say these are kids they're just they, they, they're, they're the Jeez. worst i don't know who raised these kids i don't know where the hell they came from but their parents should be killed oh there's no law there's no law <laughs> I love that you're screwing with everybody on there. Yeah. So what's the? It's funny you say that because I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, There was a there's a video I did a few weeks ago where I pretended I had I have Tourette's. I know a few people might be offended by that by pretending that uh, I actually got it from a friend of mine who has Tourette's and he's pretty openly humorous about it. So uh, most of the stuff I did in the video I I actually learned from him. Right. <laughs> um but I had two two kids on there and they had to have been I don't know what would be exact age, but they had to be between twelve and fifteen, twelve and fourteen, somewhere in that range. And they were probably the most mature people I've ever encountered in a online video game. Yeah. Most of the people I get if you see my videos are they're, they're grown people that are just acting like complete assholes online. Oh yeah. Right. And you There's get some guy sitting there, he's like forty years old and he's like, Yo bro, you know, you fucking suck this bro. Why you doing this bro? You're fucking you're, <laughs> that's that's you're the hockey a, you one. know, you're a you're a fag and you're this and you're that and you're like, dude, you're you're forty years old, you're sitting in front of a video game like calling fourteen year old kids the N word. It's 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 like <laughs> it makes my head exactly. explode. Um, these are the people that need I'm to be here, Go ahead. I'm, I'm sitting here acting, you know, like I have that uh, that that threat syndrome on the game, and these kids have all the all the opportunity in the world to make fun of me and call me names. And when I was saying things, they were laughing. Well, they were trying not to laugh. You could tell they were trying not to laugh. Mm. So they, they they weren't trying to be mean. And then uh, some some guy that's not my friends was up joining the group and calling me out, but uh, so they knew uh, what was going on. So I talked to him for about fifteen or twenty minutes after the game. I ended up adding adding him on my friends list and all that. And they were really cool kids, so I was actually surprised to see. Right. You know, because kids nowadays, you know, there's a lot of bullying going around in schools and stuff like that with you know certain people. But these kids were really growing up for their age. Good. Yeah, yeah dude. When I play Call of Duty, I had to turn the chat off too. I'm like, I can't. This is fourteen year old kids destroying me. Like. And I, I'm the kind of guy like I need to react like when someone calls me a name or something. I like can't help myself. So I just, I'm like I just got to turn it off because I can't take this kid like telling me that I suck. I know I suck. I, I don't you know I don't care. I played I, you know I don't play them anymore. But I, I'm like I have like one night a week to play Call of Duty and and kill five people while the ne- another guy kills thirty in you know two minutes. Give me a break. I get the Call of Duty <laughs> right. at least twice a day. I get the Call of Duty. I used to ask. Um, I need to ask you this. I used to play with my, a friend of mine, and when I when I went online, I don't know if you know anything about these uh, Xbox algorithms. Maybe you can answer for the, this for me. That uh, when I went the on, Xbox, I, what if there's like an algorithm or something where like I go on and because I stink, 
like I'm with a bunch of other people who stink. Then my friend would come on and join me because the only reason I played was really because was to hang out with him, and he was like one of the top guys. Does the algorithm change when like a, a guy who's really good comes in, and now I'm a, against a bunch of good guys? Yeah, you know, I think they really made that. A, I don't know if it was in the older the older video game Call of Duty games, yeah. but I know in uh, the new one, Black Ops Three, that was a big issue where you kind of get ranked up to. And I, I don't really care for that either. But I mean, because if I go on a video game, I'm trying to get better, so I want to play against guys that are better. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not excellent at the game. I'm kind of average at the game, you know. But um, yeah, it'll uh, if you're if you're playing with someone that's really good, it, it it'll sort of like average it out to where. Hmm. Um, you will probably be one of the worst players because if he, depending on how good he is, you know what I mean by his yeah. uh, online stats and all that. But that's the story. They do, uh, that's, they, a, that's a story. They do I'm going match with. you up. That's a story I'm going with. That's why I suck. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, like there's some games you might do pretty well, and in other games you like you just you can't you can't shoot anybody, and you're just getting shot to pieces, you know. And it's just you're, you're playing like against a better group of guys. Do you have to practice? Girls, there's, there's quite a few good girls that play the video game too. Right. Do you have to practice being good to to be uh, you know to be a troll to be a, a, to be as bad as you are? Do you have to be good in the first place? Do you have to like practice to be good at the game in order to suck at it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I played NASCAR for probably about a month before I started screwing around. I just so I could learn the controls and not you know you know you hit people a lot, so you got to kind of target them at the right time. Right. So yeah, you're and, so so what's you know, the, it helps it helps to not have any friends also, you know, and hate the sunlight <laughs> and, and stay and do all the practicing. Uh, <laughs> so like in the NASCAR deal, you're on a you're obviously on a team, like you join like a, I don't know, I'm much about NASCAR, like you're the on Kyle Bush's team and you end up ramming the other guys and, and knocking them out and everyone gets pissed off. But you have to be good at the game in order to get to the point where you could play it and control it enough to the point where you could do fucked up things like that to other people. And he's, exactly. He, he's done this. And the NASCAR game for the PS3 and, and actually the Xbox 360, yeah, they don't have one for the new-gen systems yet, but the, the NASCAR one for the PS3 is absolutely horrible. There's so many bugs and glitches. So the only people that really play it are NASCAR fans. Right. No one goes on there and says, hey, this is a great game. I'm going to play it. But right. so you really pretty much get like the Southern-style you know, style NASCAR fans that are you know, in the southern things like guns and uh, chewing tobacco and yeah. big trucks and uh, stuff like that. NASCAR fans are all over the place. Right. But it's so basically... you're saying, the, uh, <laughs> uh, like, you said, like Brian said before, you, you didn't target it because of the intelligence level of the average NASCAR fan. <laughs> it's one left turn. Can you say what state you're in and uh, how old you are? You don't want to... I'm, I'm assuming you get uh, death threats and things no, like that. And, and, yeah, and, well, you don't have to give us... Like, are you in your 30s, your 20s? I uh, I I grew up in Michigan. Uh-huh. We have listeners in and, Michigan. And uh, so. I was I was actually in the Marines. I went to the Marines in 1998. I I was 18. Gotcha. Oh wow! Gotcha. Thank you for your service, sir. Um, I I got out in 2002, and then I moved to Wisconsin. And I've been here ever since. Oh, and we have listeners. I didn't in like Wisconsin. my family much in Michigan, so I was like, I'm gonna go to Wisconsin. So I don't have to be that close, you know. I, I go there for like funerals and stuff, but that's about it. What made you join the Marines? Um, I was kind of just looking for a job, you know, Right. when I graduated high school. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I really didn't want to go to college right after high school, and a couple of my friends had joined, and they were like, oh, yeah, you should join. That's great. And then I got there, and I was like, yeah, it's not so great. Well, it's also a um, route. How, how long? It's, it's, a route to, it's also a, a very valid route to college. No. Yeah, it is. And I actually went, I went to college uh, after I got out. But How long were you in? Four years. 
I did four years. It's I said, there's no way I could do longer. I, it wasn't as it wasn't that bad. It just wasn't life for me, you know, to do like the twenty year deal. You but, were um, you were in like the real Marines, not the Marine Reserve bullshit. Thing. Right. Yeah, I was, I was active <laughs> for four years. Right. And uh, oh, did you, did you go overseas and stuff? Uh, I did. I do. I went over. Uh, it was in Croatia and uh, Italy and Spain. Uh-huh. See, we uh, should send you over there. About six months. Troll ISIS. Right? Did you did you punk your? Yeah, right. did, you, did, did you punk? I didn't your, kill any teammates. I didn't kill any teammates. So. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you punk your CO? I mean, was he was he a douche? Punk him. Yeah, hey, he was actually. Yeah. Aren't they? He was. Uh, you know, he was fresh out of college. I, I I think half the guys in my unit were older than he was, and um, he wasn't very good at anything. But he had he had the uh, attitude that he was, the yeah. ego. You know, I am well, he I, has rank. I am, I am glad that you didn't uh, shoot any of your teammates in real life. Cause yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. Let's let's that not shoot. Let's not shoot anyone. <laughs> Off screen, you couldn't yeah. be just be like, "Hey, dude, you're in the way." It's fucking yeah. uh, noob tube. Yeah. Sorry, it's just, it's just not shooting. You're, you're trying, to, <laughs> right. you're try, trying to snipe my care package. Right, Jesus Christ! Enough with the goddamn. I like shooting. when you you come up with a uh, weird, different uh, stuff that people they like terms that the 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 uh, seasoned players don't even know what they mean. They don't mean anything. The guys like that doesn't make any sense. It, what you just said doesn't mean anything. You're trying to like you know snipe my caravan. He's like, what is that? What is that, bro? What is that? People get all mad. <laughs> Are you? Just... Well, you know the, the one I've been running with lately, and I've I've said it a few times, and I'm gonna keep doing it until more people call me out. But there's only one person that called me out so far on it, and that is that. Uh, um, you know, you get a lot of mom insults on, especially on Call of Duty or uh, even Rainbow Six. So my comeback normally is that uh, my mom's in rehab because she was busted um, growing meth plants. Right. <laughs> meth plants. We heard that, yeah. <laughs> and, and nobody, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, you're, you're a crackhead. You know, they just keep going on with the insults. They don't even catch on that there's no such thing as a meth plant. At right. least if there is, I don't know. You know, the chemical. But. Meth plants, right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a botanical uh, deal. It's, you know, it's made in a lab. Yeah, or, fields, of fields and fields of meth plant. Yeah, maybe, maybe they thought you meant plant as in laboratory, where it's like a, it's a giant facility. It's a meth plant. Are you just sitting there laughing, right. laughing your ass off the whole time? I mean, is this how how many hours a day or a week do you uh, dedicate to this? Um, actually, it's not too many. It's, it's just the the, the, app, the time that I get to go on. Um, that's pretty much all I do. Yeah, and like uh, uh, like I said, I we used to play for real, and. Uh, and, I, you know, it's funny because when I first started doing this, um, I didn't plan on keep going with it. I was like, oh, I'll just make a few videos just to have a little fun, you know. And um, I actually quit doing it after about four or five videos that I made. And then I never checked my email. I think one day, a couple months later, I went on my email and I had all kinds of messages from people that had subscribed to my YouTube channel and, like, you know, asking me if I died and where are you at? You're going to make more videos and this and that. And yeah. So eventually I came back and it just kind of just rolled with it and I've been doing it ever since. How many? How many? How, what's your highest uh, YouTube video like view count? Uh, I think my highest is uh, like two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Now, you, can you, you have you monetized this? Does YouTube contact you? You figure out a way to make a couple bucks off of this, or what? Yes. Yeah, they are monetized, but they don't make that much money. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I mean, it's enough to pay for like video games and assistance and stuff, but and you know the equipment. Right. You live alone. Do you have a family or something? You have a wife. You have kids. Your parents. I have a wife and two kids, yeah. Really? 
and that your wife puts Man, up. Not many people would know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I, I don't. Dude. I'm not going to be like some of those guys on the internet that exploit their kids for money, so no one will ever see my kids <laughs> or my wife. <laughs> How much <laughs> for your happen. children? Uh, do your are your children old enough to play games, video games? No, they are uh, five and three. Oh, okay. Wow. So they play four the, and three. The ones, play, about, the ones about to turn five and You got to start them early. They play the iPad. The iPad. <laughs> I play those games too, the ones for five year olds. I love them. <laughs> but Brian, my and now my my older son, he will probably he will probably play like maturely. He's really mature for his age. My younger one will probably be the the guy that goes on and screws with people. Yeah, he's a, he is a complete animal. I watch my kids play this uh, Call of Duty zombie game, and I'm jealous because I'm like uh, they're only allowed to play on the weekends, by the way. But I'm I'm not you know I'm my I'm a little I'm a little crazy. And There's John- so much homer, and uh, so I look and I watch them play, and these kids are just like gunning people down left and right i'm like man i'll never be that good and i'm like i'm, I'm old and i know what's going on how come i suck and the kids so good how come yeah, kids are being born with much better hand-eye coordination than i think uh you know like when we were younger right we, yeah i don't know you guys probably had nintendo also like the first nintendo i was a coleco oh yeah, yeah i was yeah. coleco no, Brian, oh, Brian. maybe an older maybe atari i don't know i yeah, I, I had an Atari that my dad had, had but yeah, we had, we had Ataris. Brian was fa- Brian's fancy. He had ColecoVision. We had, people would go be like, "Can I come over and pl- <laughs> oh, play Smurf?" Crazy. Well, yeah, we- <laughs> fucking Smurf, and, like no, the worst game no, ever. No, dude. Get, get, it had a real right. arcade look to it. It was right. great. It was amazing. No, it was I had horrible. Our- he just jumped up and down. That was Smurf. That was <laughs> so the whole what? Game. Oh, I, 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 we also had Saxon, and we also had Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong and and Cubert, but um. And, all and Carnival Adventure. Don't better right. games than Smurf. I had, Stop me. I had Atari. Yeah, before. Those are all great games. All great games. Stop me. Before Pitfall. it was Atari, but I had it when it was called Telegames. R- wow. Oh really? Yeah, oh, you're re- you're really old. Yeah. <laughs> there was a system <laughs> called. God damn it. <laughs> there was a next a next level of Pong called Marksman. Does anyone remember this? No. That yes. was before Atari. Yes. So uh, John, I didn't have Atari, so I guess my mom and my stepfather were kind of making up for it. Mm. Not that I. <laughs> I'm entitled to a video game, but I, they gave me that in one year. Right, a ColecoVision for Hanukkah. Yeah, my friend down the block had it. I thought that shit was lame. <laughs> I got it. I got it for. I got. It, I got it for. I was such a spoiled brat. I got I like, it for Christmas. I like playing combat because it had like a hundred levels of different things on the Atari. Was, you could, so even many it was just two tanks shooting at each other. Lots of fun. Did either one of you guys ever have a Commodore 64? Yes, I did. You're, yeah, you're I'm, I'm okay. sorry. I'm new here. Yeah, I, this is I had wrong. one of them when I was. That was like the first thing I ever had to play video games. I had Frogger, and Frogger was like the best game for it. You guys remember that? Sure, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exodus Ultimate 3 was the, my favorite game on that system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, will, you, will, will you ever give up these silly video games? Will you stop? Will you just stop it? Does your wife give you a hard time? Um, she's pretty much just calls me a nerd. but um, Still getting late. I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, I, have, I have fun doing all this. A lot of people think that, you know, people that do that, like, they'll say that I don't have a life and this and that, but it's just whenever I get a chance to go on there, that's really when I do it. And it's just, I'm just having fun with people. And unless someone's really an ass, I always tell them afterwards that I was just messing with them so, you know, their whole day isn't, they're not angry the whole day about some kid pissing them off on the internet. <laughs> you do um, sound young. A lot, a lot of them are just like, I, I try to, you know, tell what's going on. They're just, you know, kill yourself or whatever. So <laughs> I never talk to them again. <laughs> you do sound young. I mean, I thought you were much younger. You probably think, you know, people think that uh, you're like some, uh, you know, 15-year-old kid messing with them. Yeah, see, I, I kind of use this voice as an act. I really have an actual deep voice. Any, get, have to, uh, get, I, if I use my real voice, it's not going to sound believable when I say... Um, I don't want to say stupid things, like obnoxious things. You know, like like a like a, a kid that hasn't been through work, through life yet would say. Right. 
Um, so if I use my real voice on that, I don't think I think people would just ignore it and they might call me an idiot or something. But using, I don't think they would keep going along with it. Are you using a fake voice right now? Yes. <laughs> he is. He is using a fake voice. <laughs> that's some. That's some behind the scenes. Thanks for. Did you ever get that. any uh, death threats or anything like that? Or has anybody reported you on the Xbox uh, to try to take you off of there? Ugh, let's focus on the reporting. Anyone report? Um, I, yeah, I'm sure I've been reported you, before, but uh, my questions. I think the report system it works like you have to get so many reports against. But see, the thing is, I don't curse at people on games. I don't. Um, call them names. I mean, I'll, I'll say like with the NASCAR guys, I'll say like uh, maybe some a couple offensive jokes or something, but it's all in fun. Right. Um, so I don't go on there like um, I guess you could call it griefing people. Like I'm not swearing at guys and calling them names and this and that. I'm just going on there acting like an idiot and not playing the game the way you're supposed to play it. So I'm not. I mean, I'm really not breaking any online rules as far as the community is concerned. You should go to where some guys really go on there and. Fuck this and fuck that and fuck you, you retard and, and you know and all that. Those guys, those are the guys that are getting uh, the uh, council bans and stuff like that. Right. It, it, that's a, that's a great trick. It's just don't use any profanity. Don't uh, you know? Don't mess with people. <laughs> don't don't curse. Don't call them bad names. And uh, you're in. There's nothing they could do about it. You, right. you should play blackjack because uh, people at the blackjack table get really annoyed if you play the wrong way. You should just go to troll a casino one day. And like, play, you know, like if you take too many cards, like the guy to your left will like flip out, even though you're well within your rights to do yeah, whatever you like. Split twos, <laughs> yeah, like split twos. <laughs> you know, just take it when you have twenty. Just take a hit, and the guy to your, you know, you'll take the guy's card, and they'll flip out and call the pit boss over and stuff like that. <laughs> Not that I played that, <laughs> but if you ever want to troll someone in real life in a real life gaming situation, I had a right place to start. Yeah, head to the casinos, my friend. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that. I was actually thinking about trying a, uh, you know, like a uh, on Black Friday. There was a, I'm not going to say what I was going to do because then someone else might do it, but there might be something coming up on the next one that uh, me and a friend are going to do. Right. It's not going to be anything that's going to hurt anybody, but it'll just be funny. <laughs> well, thanks. Then, I mean, they might hurt themselves. They might hurt themselves running towards, you know, or whatever, but, you know, because they run in miles like that. <laughs> We're not going to hurt anybody intentionally. Well, we appreciate you calling in. We wish you all the success in the world. Is there anything you want to plug before uh, we uh, part ways here? I get uh, Des Bishop live in the studio here. I got to take a quick break. No, I'm going to listen to Daz. I was watching some of his YouTube stuff earlier, so um, I'm going I'm to stay on for a while and listen. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on. It's been fun. All right, cool, man. Cool. Thanks, Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. There's We're Going to Lose, All everybody. All right, yeah. later, man. There he goes. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk to the uh, international comedy superstar, Des Bishop. Thanks so much. The best music on the best Radio Nope.
And we're back live from the Barrage. That's, oh, my God. Frying music off. You fucked up the music again. It's uh, We're back live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. We're here with uh, our esteemed guest. Des Bishop is a comedian. He's a performer. He's an author. He is uh, many things. He's had the TV show The Des Bishop Work Experience. He, uh, under the Influence, In the Name of the Father, Breaking China. A million different things. He's an international superstar. No one in this country knows who the fuck he is. That's right. But we love him. And he's also my childhood buddy. And he's been nice enough to stop by and uh, throw this old chunk of coal a bone on the uh, guest tip. <laughs> Thank you, Des, for joining us. How you doing, man? Good. I, I, do you get many guests to actually come to the garage? Or uh, to you the know, garage? We, we try. We try. The, most of it, the, the biggest guests we've had uh, are obviously on the phone because they're in L.A. or they're you know somewhere across the world, like, I don't know, Ireland or China. Mark, but somehow Mark, Maron, Mark Maron was on the phone? <laughs> he was on the phone sitting in traffic in L.A., yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which so, is great for us because we could have talked to him for another two hours. So. But this is very exciting for me because... I haven't been uh, in this house in, I guess, 25 years. Right. Or, or, or may- maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Yeah. So it's a bit of a trip down memory lane to, to sort of walk up the elevated driveway to the back of the garage. The last time I was in this garage, you had a band. That's right. Oh, man, that was a long time ago. That's when we didn't care if the neighbors, uh, if we made noise. Yeah, yeah, now Derek, I would Straminsky, never... Derek Straminsky's cousin was the lead singer. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you're talking about Chuck from... Uh, Token entry or whatever. To, to, yeah, I can't so remember they, the band, but the last time I saw thing, you yeah. perform was in Nobody's. Oh my god! Wow. Years years later. Really? Well, you owe me one because the last time I saw you perform was in 2011 uh, downtown, I believe. With, with uh, oh, the show with my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2010. Oh, was it's it the autumn of 2010? Yeah. Oh man. That's... 2011. Had you seen my father perform in 2011? That would be pretty. Uh, that would be pretty <laughs> Jesus-like. Oh right. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, your dad was there that night. And your, yeah, and your yeah, dad. Yeah. You know what a great show that was, dude. You, you did such a good job. And your dad was, uh, you know, a hero of mine. He's one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my entire life. I love yeah. that guy. Oh, he lo- he loved you too. I mean, that was good. You know, well, it's funny because I got on great with your dad. We we had like a, a dad appreciation society yeah. going on. <laughs> but, Everyone uh, loves my dad except for me. Yeah, well, I always remember you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just kidding, Dad. I love you. Father relationship stuff, but I, you you had a fire relationship with your dad. I do remember that. No, we're we're good now. My dad, you know, my dad, you know, my Sonny is. Uh, He's sunny, and to a lot of people, you know. But to me, Sonny was like a real New Yorker, you know, like a proper, tough, hell's no kitchen guy. No doubt about it. A construction worker, kind of punch you in the head if you deserved it, dude. Not me, but, you know, some other guy <laughs> who owed him money or something, you know. But he took me, fi- well, he took us fishing out in Montauk, my first fishing trip. Right. Do you remember that one? I, 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 vaguely. God! Fre- What'd you catch? Fresh air fund. <laughs> Blue. Blue fish, whatever. Right. It was great. It was great. My dad uh, was big on the fishing, yeah. He always liked you, too. Yeah, I went to... I just made that part up. (laughs) (laughs) I actually... I visited visited your parents in the meantime. I've seen their place in Long Beach. Pretty incredible place. That's right. That's right. You went down there. Your stubborn parents who refused to go anywhere during Sandy. I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, it was like... uh, My dad... I'm on the phone with him, and I'm like, is there water? He's like, yeah, it's it's coming up to the... the walls in the basement we'll be fine and then the line goes dead and yeah. i'm here from oh for God. like a day he must have been stressed like watching the poseidon adventure right exactly. are you kidding me he was he was thrilled he got to go fishing in his own living room hand yeah. fishing <laughs> he didn't even have to leave the fucking house <laughs> yeah just keep this is great he was yeah. frying them up right there in the middle of the, yeah he, you know and, and then uh me and brian drove out there and there was no traffic lights and whatever we went on this heroic mission to save them we show up and they have no plumbing no electricity like we're fine you guys can go we're like get in the fucking car we're all leaving now. 
We're leaving now. Come with us. There's, a, there's no food, plumbing, or electricity. And he's like, yeah, but I'm getting the Red Cross is here, and I got like a free broom. I'm like, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was heroic from them. I mean, stupid, but in the end, thank God it worked out. It was a fun neighborhood for us to grow up in. I remember uh, great memories of being in your house all the time, too. Des's house was like the kind of like, I don't know, it was a, is it fair to describe your house as like the house where all the kids would hang out in? Yeah, yeah. My mother was cool with having everybody over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was like an alley there. It was like when you were the, the uh, you know, in These Queens, communal driveways. Alleys. Exactly. But and we it, call them alleyways. Right. It's like uh, sort of like living in uh, Chicago when everyone's in an alley, except instead of shooting each other, you're hanging out and uh, playing basketball. Playing self-hit, we called it. <laughs> self-hit with a tennis ball and a wiffle ball bat. Right. It's spud. Actually, and, uh, uh, but, you know, different bases. And if you got it over Mr. Trainer's fence, that was a home run. That's it. It's over. But, he, but you couldn't get the ball because he was uh, a moody bastard. Your mom's not listening to this, is she? She'd be uh, listen, man. <laughs> go back on my repertoire. My mother has seen it all. <laughs> no, seriously. That's true. I know. I was like, uh, oh, not that I'm like a shock comedian, but no. my mother has seen it all. Right. I mean, she's 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 heard me say cunt in three languages, so <laughs> she's, well, she's okay with it. That, that's not foul in Ireland, is it? That's pretty much common in Ireland, and that's it's not it's foul. A, and it, it can actually be used in a compliment, like oh, he's a funny cunt. In fairness, yeah, I've heard yeah. I've heard Monsignors like drop. Like, Drop oh, the C-bombs. Because <laughs> you go to Catholic church all the time. You know, there's, right? It went in Ireland. There are actually, there's 50 words for uh, cunt in Chinese and not one word for love. Uh, that's one I of those great made-up facts. <laughs> I actually... I heard uh, love and cunt are the same word in Chinese. I used De Des had cable, so he was one of the few guys around me who had cable. And you know how you used to hit the zero button to see... Dude, I was just about know? to bring that up. Were I, you? I, I can't believe that you brought that up. I was only talking about that with Brian Gagan the other day. <laughs> so we discovered... We discovered that if you went on the Playboy channel, this was before Spice, if you right. went on the Playboy channel. Pre-Spice. So it was 63, right? So if you press 63 and then zero and then held it or else right. kept I pressing zero, you could actually watch the Playboy channel. Right, I remember kind that Kind of, yeah. It would yeah. be all wiggly and shit. But okay, it would be could, scrambled? No, no, no. If you got the zero right, you could actually watch it properly. Yeah, eventually, I think a couple of years later, they figured out they the figured cable company got wise to it. You can only like grab a glimpse of a tit. Yes. Now, right. If <laughs> you got lucky with the squiggly lines, <laughs> the squiggly lines for a second, you get a bit of tit. Right. If you squint and jump up and down, it looks like a country. Uh, so I must confess, but you can hear it, though. I did masturbate in your house while I was slept over. And I was hitting that zero button. Of course. Well, I have a confession because when I walked into your living room just there, uh, I was you reminded. You my living room? No. Oh. But actually, I, my first wet dream ever was while I was sleeping over your oh, house. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. My Christ. Don't you have the dream. same couch oh, still? Boy. My first. I actually think you do have the same couch, but because oh, I saw no. it. No, yeah, because I, I was late to the party because I actually think I started jerking off too early. So I kind of. I predated. Me neither. I never had a wet dream. <laughs> yeah. I predated, like I kind of got to the wet dreams before they would need to happen. Exactly. But somehow, I don't know, I guess I must have been one of those like week and a half where I wasn't jerking <laughs> off. Like, some, I must have been busy that week and a half. And, it was uh, Lent. And I had, a, I had a wet dream in your house. Yeah, I always remember oh, that. Oh, that's great, man. I, I appreciate it. I was Thanks for doing that. So, uh, so that it's happened not, in your house. It's not the same couch, by the way. Yeah. I got a new couch. Once yeah. I heard that. I've been joking a lot about sort of the nostalgic <laughs> stuff about how like, the, in the, the jerking off days when we were young, it was like really hard. Like you'd have to like wait for somebody not to be home when like Young and the Restless was on. Like it was very hard <laughs> to find a moment. It was very, because you know, like one TV, the whole family are sharing the TV. So when, when do you get that moment to see something that was fun to watch while you were jerking off? Hmm. It's tough. You must have really had to wait for us to all to go to bed to get the zero going in my house. Oh, yeah. I, everyone was asleep. I had made sure of that. <laughs> well, you guys are my age. You don't remember Dance Party USA? 
Oh, was that MTV, right? It was MTV or USA Network. Something oh, USA like Network, yeah. yeah. But this came on right around like 2.33 in the afternoon, right when we were kind of getting home from school. Right. And I, don't, was, I don't remember that. I remember like a, a, the MTV dance show. Yeah, oh, I yeah. remember MTV would I'd, be like on the beach, right? Yeah, what was club, that called again? Club MTV. Oh, oh man, yeah, there yeah, was some it. hotties on that show. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely, and Carrie War. Oh, I definitely, uh-huh. I definitely uh-huh. busted enough to uh-huh. carry War. <laughs> part of growing up. I got, yeah. I got news for you. I did last week. I was feeling the stage. Ken Ober. I think Ken Ober died, unfortunately. He did. That's yeah, right. He, yeah, he Ken did. Yeah. I just heard that like yeah. two remote weeks control. Ago. Right. It was a big. It was a big moment for me. Like 2002, I gigged with Colin Quinn. I was like, wow, Colin Quinn and Ken Ober. Dude, he had a. I just saw him on Broad, well, off Broadway or whatever. Oh, you saw that show? The, I'm dying a to New see York that story. Show. It's great. It reminded me of like kind of like your style too. Uh, Colin Quinn uh, did a great job. He goes through you know all the. It's like a history of New York in like an hour, and it's just rapid fire, quick. He never stops. It was really good. Enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I've been dying to see that show. That, that's one on the list for a yeah. bit of New York nostalgia. That's a good one. Who are your favorite comedians, by the way? Do you have a the list? Do you have influences, or you just kind of like you? You just went out on your own. You're like yourself. No, I mean, well, you know, like for all of us growing up, like Eddie Murphy was like the the at his pinnacle, right? So like Eddie Murphy Delirious and Eddie Murphy Raw were quoted. I remember watching Eddie Murphy roll like 10 times in Rob Maraglia's basement. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh my God. So instead of asking like celebrity questions, I'm going to just go like, I saw Mr. Maraglia at Penn Station the other day. <laughs> it changed my shift. When I see him, I'm like, he looks exactly the same as he did. I'm like, there he is. He's, he's on the phone. I'm like, and so he's on the phone. I didn't want to bother him. I, went, I came up to him like, I haven't seen him in 20 years. I'm like, how you doing? And he's like, hey, John, what's going on? I'm like, I'll see you later. Yeah, he was always a good, he, he was a great dad, too. He used to say, mm-hmm. uh, Derek Straminski, skateboarder turned headbanger. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dad had the wherewithal to know that? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was, he was, cool he was one of the was savvier cool dads, actually. Yeah, probably one of the smarter ones. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't savvy enough to realize that some of are the people that we hung out with were richer than others. <laughs> I didn't realize that at the time. <laughs> but now I realize that I think Mr. Bragley had a few more dollars than yeah, the rest he, of them. Yeah, he worked for CBS Radio. Okay. Yeah. And he had like an advertising job. So yeah, they had some bucks. And like when you're a kid, you think everyone's equal. You really right. do. Yeah. Now I don't want to, I don't want to, this is all positive towards him. Because yes. Mr. Yes. Bragley sure. was a super cool guy. But also, he I'm, still I'm, is. Right. Yeah. I'm from t- not too far from here where I grew up. It's block on the same block. You have different like, Classes yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know any of that yeah. was going on back in the day, uh, no, in terms yeah. of the St. Kevin's uh, class thing. That's a beautiful thing. So you judge, right? They were yeah. like probably like the you know the parents like mine who were like, uh, should we send them to Catholic school? This is gonna break us to like you know the the the, 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 the upper echelon. But you know, growing up, so like t- in terms of comedy influences, you know, like in the late '80s, it's talked about a lot. But there was a massive boom, and like every channel had stand up on it. So there was like a ton of guys yeah. I used to watch all the time. I, I I can't name that many of them. But like I can't lie and say that I didn't also love Andrew Dice Clay. Like it didn't influence me later on. But I was obsessed with Dice when that period happened. Uh, but then later on, I got into other people. Like I was really influenced by Richard Pryor in the early part of my comedy career but i can't remember the i mean best. i remember knowing richard Pryor when i was young but well, it was hot in the sunset strip came out when we were around the same age and what was his other uh, like like stage movie it was i think it was hot in the richard Pryor live that's it sorry yeah the one with the red the, yeah. the wine colored shirt with, with the dog yeah, i didn't see that until i was a comedian that's the one with the dog and the monkey right, right yeah. So yeah. before you were a comedian, you really you just went out on your own. You didn't really uh, take a cue from anybody else. You said, "Let me try this." And uh, by the way, for the audience who's uh, listening, we're talking to Des Bishop, who uh, moved from Flushing when you were fourteen, 
Yes, I got kicked out of St. Francis yeah, Prep. Yeah, so we, we were friends from second grade till high school. Then you went to St. Francis Prep. I went to Holy Cross. You got kicked out and shipped off to Ireland. How do you get shipped off to Ireland? Like, uh, you know, how does this happen? You right. had a drinking problem? Well, you know, the drinking, prob- the drinking old, problem is kind of like, uh, it's not wasn't directly related wasn't, to why right. I got kicked out of school. You know, the truth is, the real reason why I flunked out of St. Francis Prep was I was getting bullied pretty bad. But oh, that yeah. wasn't a word. Right. That wasn't a yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know. I don't even like using it now because I'm still an '80s kid. So I think I was a pussy, you know. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, like I, you know. Now I know that, like, you know, some shit was happening to me. But back, you know, back in those days. But uh, anyway, all the the Italians from Howard Beach were like strong in St. Francis Prep. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually. Including- yeah, I'll go ahead and say Ryan, he, you went to that high school right, too. Right, and he was about to say Peter Gotti. <laughs> yes, exactly. He oh, was, yeah? Yeah. So he, th- there was an aura around the Gotti name. Right. And uh, I didn't have a problem with him directly. I had a problem with somebody who was like friends with him. And uh, it just, at the time, now I look back, it's like, whatever. Probably nothing was going to happen too, but I was afraid. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I had, yo, I, then I had a falling out with another group of guys who I won't name because John knows them also. So I Go just ahead, had, like, name whoever you no, want. No, 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 no. The, 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 like, they'll probably find out. They'll be like, well, fucking Des- Go ahead. Let fucking him, Des- <laughs> Bishop can't get over that shit. Let him, fucking let him come over here. <laughs> the door, yeah, the door's locked. <laughs> yeah, come over here. I'll fucking write over your name. I'll write over your fucking tag. Toyed. Toyed. I'll fucking, I'll fucking. <laughs> Yo, so, you got beef, bro? <laughs> you got beef? Yo, squash the beef. Squash the Yo, beef. You toy so, me? 22 so, bucks. <laughs> so, 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 anyway, so anyway, long story short, uh, there was all this kind of stress. I flunked out of school. And then my cousin was over from Ireland visiting. And she was like, why don't you go to boarding school in Ireland? Because my mother didn't want to my mother didn't want to send me to Holy Cross because a lot of these kids that I had a problem with were there. Right. And uh, so she was like concerned. And I was just like, yeah, fuck, get out of here. You know, I was just like stressed. I mean, yeah. you remember, John. Like, Why are we getting bullied? Because yeah. you, you, were, you were being like your typical Des Bishop loudmouth like, kid kind of stuff? Or they Honestly, were just like- no, bro. The, the guy, one of the guys was like obsessed with my girlfriend. I found that later oh, on. Yeah. I met her years uh, later. Years later, we had a, we were hanging out like a long, she was married with kids. And... She told me that she never stopped having a problem with this kid. Oh. Like, you know, for, well, right to the end right of St. Francis Prep. Oh, my yeah. God. So it was just a, he was just a, a little bit of an obsession with her, unfortunately. Anyway. It's, That's it, a, w- turned out that guy did you the biggest favor of your life, right? I guess in a, way, in a way. Yeah, to, you know, to end up on your own away from your family. It was a great favor. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, you could have ended up doing a podcast in your garage and, and, and uh, you know, your life would have been ruined. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could have. <laughs> my first, my first gig. I don't know if you remember this. My first gig was uh, introducing whatever the band was called with Derek Strumitz's cousin and you. That's right. I, at Baldwin High School. I do remember that. And they told the priest told you that you couldn't sing one of the songs, so you decided to close with that song. That's right. And then the the God Squad came out and pulled the plug yeah. on the last song of the show. Wow. It was quite controversial at the time. It was. It was. You remember that? I do remember. It. Like, hey man, you're gonna you want to introduce us, man? Yeah, and I came. I was like delighted. The parents dropping parents dropping the band <laughs> off to like. <laughs> there was like ten people in the audience of this massive auditorium in Baldwin. In right. Long Island, right? right. What's interesting <laughs> to hear is that I was a public school kid in this area. What was interesting to hear is that the Catholic schools and the private schools also had their beefs going on there too. Uh, obviously, kids will be kids, but with our parent or public schools parents, they thought that if they sent us to private school or Catholic schools, we wouldn't get the same type of like bullying bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like bullying wasn't a word then, yeah. anyway. So. Uh, so anyway, I went to Ireland, and yeah. uh, it was, like, super cheap. And it was, like, after I settled in, I was like, wow, I'm never leaving here. It was great. 
You know? Don't you have to actually pay for stuff when you were 14 when you were here? <laughs> was that? a kid. When you were here when you were 14? No, I mean, be- like, it was it, like going to boarding school in the United States is like super right. expensive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. has a notion, you know, like, uh, I guess people have notions they go to boarding school. So you but, went to uh, Wexford, which is all the way in the, on the south. The southeast of you're, Ireland. You're on the sea. You're on the, you're on the ocean there. I was on the the Irish Sea. My Irish school sea. looked out over the Irish Sea. It was sounds quite like idyllic. A, sounds Beautiful. like a dream. My parents shipped me out to fucking suburbs of New Jersey So when I was 14. So, <laughs> so Des, know, it sounds like worse. a dream. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Now you've, you've gone from this urban place, well, you know, suburban, to this rural land of beauty and majesty. And yeah. You look over, out over the sea, and you fall in love with the place. And you, I mean, now you're back in New York, kind of, but you still... Are you going to make a commitment, or are you just going to go back and forth? No, I'm like I'm I'm pretty I'm semi committed. Yeah. You know? Last year I was like fully committed, but my mother wasn't well, so I was like, yeah, it was oh. kind of stressful. So suddenly my association with being back in New York was one of like a lot of stress, you know. And I was like, I wanted to commit totally to comedy, but it was just a lot of stuff going on here in Flushing. So kind of last year I was like, ah, oh, I don't know, but now I'm back. I'm I'm renting a place in the city. My mother's better. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the address? <laughs> of the place in the city. Sure, you can come down listen. anytime. If anyone from Ireland's listening, you can go there and uh, just wait outside. Yeah, yeah. I got a new uh, podcast coming out live from the sublet. And, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can come down and do a. Because uh, hey, hey, that's a, part of the thing in Ireland, too, that I heard you talk about was, uh, you know, you're constantly recognized. I mean, uh, the audience who's listening now doesn't know that Des is a gigantic star in Ireland. People, like, he can't walk down the street to go to a restaurant. Is that true? They call well, it the road, John. The road. I, uh, no, I mean, I'm, we- I, I'm well known. There's a lot of selfies, but, you know, it's not like out of control. Plus, Ireland is very familiar. There's a lot of you know? selfies. <laughs> like, Ireland is very familiar. Like, I would imagine if, uh, if say, Chris Rock is walking down the street, like, people don't go up to Chris Rock thinking, like, they're Chris Rock's best friend. But uh, in oh, Ireland. Really? Because I did that. Quickly, I see Chris Rock. I'm like, hey, man, oh, shit. And I'm like, I have no shame. Like, hey, you take a picture. He's like, nah, man. And then he dropped like his uh, thing to wash your iPad screen off or something. And I'm like, "Hey man, you dropped this." And I gave, I'm like, "You owe me now." You get, he's like, "You're right." You're right. <laughs> oh really? He was all right. I had to, I had to go yeah, he on. Was after, he was I had weird. He was weird. Go on after him in the cellar. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. you had to follow Chris Rock. I thought, not immediate, like a couple of acts later. Oh. <laughs> what, what, what do you think of his comedy? <laughs> oh, dude, well, I'm, I absolutely love Chris Rock. Absolutely love him. Yeah, and he too. was so good this night trying out. He was actually, it was very early on in the process for him preparing for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So. I believe he did one of the bits that he did that night. It was like brand new then. It was uh, stuff about, oh, oh, Paul Giamatti is like the best. Did he, he did that stuff about Paul Giamatti is the best actor. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, 12 Years a Slave, he hates black people. And then <laughs> NW, that bit, uh, he had just started working on that night. Absolutely killed. And uh, uh, he was he had incredible stuff. About- you joke around and say you're not big uh, in America. But you just you sold out four nights at Caroline's, right? It was well, it four no, or five nights? I, six nights. Six but nights. I, I, wow. didn't, I didn't sell out six nights. But I, di- I did six nights. And it was they were all good. And we had great fun. A lot of neighborhood people came. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of Irish but people. My work that. schedule prevented me from uh, attending. I apologize. It's, it's no problem. Thanks for the offer, too. It's, it's no problem. And every, everyone's union <laughs> yeah. there. Everyone's union there, John. Don't worry. Yeah, Every, everyone's, everyone's in the Listen, union. Listen, I'm down. I'm going down there and checking cards. I'm checking cards at Carolyn. But uh, yeah, so the the yeah, I mean, look, professionally um, amongst the industry, I am not unknown, but uh, I'm not getting recognized by too many people on the street, other yeah. than Irish tourists. Is that which, it, which happens quite a bit? Is that uh, a relief to you? Well, it's it's it's. Listen, both both are great. You know, like it is fun to be in Ireland and be uh, well known. You get upgraded in hotels, and obviously people come to your shows. But then there's a lot to be said for not having to worry about that. Like sitting outside on a spring day in Manhattan, having a coffee, not thinking somebody's going to come up to you. It's also wonderful. It's like the Caucasian version of coming to America. 
where he's at the Nick game. What? And he gets the recognized. Know, right, the St. John's game. Yeah. This is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, just somebody I met in the bathroom. Well, I, I, would, I would assume the flip side of that is uh, not getting laid as often, but I don't know. You have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in there's, China? There's, there's, there's a balance. There's a balance with that, I guess, because uh, American. Well, there's just a more. Let's just say there's a more sexual adventure happening over here. So right. maybe it's not. Plus, honestly. Uh, not not that I, I came back to America to meet ladies or anything, right. but uh, uh, the early part of your comedy career is a better time for meeting women because actually you interact with people more. So I'm able to interact with the audience a lot more here. So actually, uh, that I, I haven't noticed any great change in terms of that that behavior. So what you're saying in Ireland <laughs> when you do a show, it's harder harder to interact with the audience because the, 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 there's just thousands of people and you can't go out there and well, meet no, everybody. You're in big theaters and you're in yeah. the dressing room and whereas here you're in the clubs. You know, you're waiting yeah, to go yeah, on. You're yeah. literally standing at the side of the. What's audience. the most people you ever played? Four thousand. Like to see me on my own. Four thousand. Wow. wow. The marquee in Cork. Cool. Yeah, I think I saw some of that show. I think I watched some of that. That's a hell of a hell of a yeah. Well, to uh, to to build upon what you were saying about uh, meeting women, uh, you were talking about uh, asking girls on dates in Ireland. Oh yeah, no, that show that was filmed in Vicker Street. That was uh, one of my early like stand up specials in Ireland. Oh really? And, uh, it looked like a huge joint. Yeah, that was joint. That was a thousand. That's a thousand. Right. Wow, I've actually yeah. played that place 150 times. Wow, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's right around the corner from where I live, so it's pretty handy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's Ireland, though. But Ireland's a crazy country because it's not that big. It's only like six million people, but they love going to things. So you, you, it's you know, like they love entertainment. They love laughing. Someone taught me uh, an Irish expression, an Irish term that I haven't heard before, called knicker, knickers, knicker, knicker, as in your underwear. N- that's not an Irish expression. No, as in um, a gypsy. A oh, traveler, knacker. a gypsy. Knacker. knacker. No. A knacker. No, you're talking about the tinkers. They drill holes in your in your pot. Right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> tinkers, the, the tinkers are from Na- Limerick. Na- knacker right? is actually a, not a great expression. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know. This is yeah. no, this is no. If you ever find travelers, yourself in Ireland. Travelers is the proper term uh, for that, that group of people. And the word uh, knacker, it's evolved. So like people say knacker drinking means like drinking in a field. But, uh, you know, calling a traveler a knacker is the equivalent of uh, the N-word. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, Way I, to go, Brian. I, I I Which mic are you on now? I didn't call anyone that. No, no but, then, the but, but on the flip side, <laughs> on the flip around. side, uh, people say like, I'm really tired. I'm knackered. Right. Okay. You know, so it's kind of a broader term. Okay. Yeah, but Des is fluent in uh, many languages now, Irish and, uh, <laughs> and like, What a segue. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get out of that one as quickly as possible. Whatever the hell well, because there might there. be a few Irish listeners today. Yeah, that. of maybe, course. Maybe. maybe a couple. So I was watching a video of you uh, uh, in the name of the father where you go and you, you live with an Irish family. and Irish speaking, yeah. Irish, Irish speaking Irish in, in like an Irish speaking area. And you try to learn uh, the Irish language, which uh, I guess uh, for the audience to be Gaelic. But they call it Irish there, right? Right, Pat? You're Irish. <laughs> Pat's yeah. been to Ireland like 100 times, too. <laughs> yeah. You and Pat should talk about Ireland Irish. as well. Well, Irish is like Gaelic is like one of the ways to say the Irish language right. in Gaelic or Gaelga. Right. So uh, it bothers Irish people that Americans say Gaelic. I don't exactly know why. But anyway, Irish people say Irish, the Irish language. And they, they, it's compulsory to learn it there. And they all struggle with that. So that's why. Yeah, what, perc- what percentage of people in Ireland still speak Irish? Like as a first language? I mean, I make up a number of about 60,000, but I think it's probably close enough. You know, there's there's a few And pockets. what about as a second language? Well, I, I'd say about 100,000. They still 100, teach it in school? It's compulsory. 
Wow. You have to do it. You can't go to college in Ireland. You can't go to college in Ireland unless you pass. Oh, I had no idea. Irish I thought we're, it was going to go the way of Sanskrit or something like that. No, no I mean, you know, it was. Uh, What's the purpose of learning this language? Just for tradition's sake? History. Yeah. Well, to keep it alive. You know, I, look, it's a complicated thing, but I I'm guess. I'm not taking a stance. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, but I guess it, it stems from the fact that our, you know, like the language was taken from Ireland by the British. And uh, at a time where Ireland was trying to assert its identity <laughs> before independence, the Irish language was. was kind of seized upon as a way to say we are a different people, we are a different culture. And that became uh, a sort of centerpiece of the sort of nationalist movement, which, you know, led to independence. So when the when the state was created, they made uh, Irish compulsory, but they, they didn't sort of support the infrastructure around it. They didn't make it the proper language of the state. They said it was the first language, but then they didn't turn it into the language of the state, like Israel did with Hebrew. Whether you want to use Israel as a positive example for other things, that's your own business. But in terms of resurrection <laughs> of a language, yeah, they well, successfully... You, gotta, you have to change all the paperwork and everything. They you know, successfully... Be a big to do. Yeah, but they successfully did it. But anyway, the Irish language is a sort of half-hearted attempt. Uh, and, and now there's a lot of resentment towards the language because people hate learning it. They feel like it's useless. However, there is a small percentage of the population that appreciate it for the cultural value and the, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, the meaning and the identity. And uh, for me personally, I also think, you know, for like an American, they see me as an American that's lived in Ireland most of my life. For me, it did feel nice to be able to connect myself in a deeper right. way to the country via the language. Did you feel that that kind of uh, made, well, not made them, but, uh, you know, kind of they accepted you more because uh, you, you put the effort in to learn the language? And I mean, for stuff, a time, yeah. I mean, to be honest, they always have accepted me, but right. there is always that sort of slightly sort of like, uh, what would you call it, like casual xenophobia? Yeah. <laughs> Benevolent xenophobia? Right. Did you have to the, feel you had to, you had to make the extra effort to do it, or it was a purely comedy decision? No, I mean, it was, it was, it was a personal sort of curiosity that then mm -hmm. led to, when I started making these like entertainment documentaries, or like factual entertainment, what they call it, uh, it was an idea for a TV show. But, yeah. uh, but the process, the journey became much more interesting for me personally than I expected. And then for the country itself, there was like a real positive reception to the fact of, wow, there's a whole other way to look at the language. That's not like this education struggle. It's just fun and it's interesting. And also Geltucht culture, like the culture of the places that still speak it as a first language is super interesting. And a lot of right. people in Ireland haven't connected with that. So that in itself is just interesting. And now, uh, is there a fine line you have to toe between you know, showing up being an interloper in the country and but in between mocking the people maybe or and, you know, because you're a comedian and comedy is, you know, there's there's mocking that's going on. Mm -hmm. You're going to. But is it like, you know, is it are there is there a sect of people who say, well, this guy comes in, this yank comes in, he, uh, you know, he's making fun of our language. He's, you know, is it hard to, you know, kind of is there's a balance there that you got kind of got to. You know, yeah, but right, you know, yeah. You, you know yourself. You guys are on the range. Like, you, you have to have a thick skin with these things. Of course, there's a, a group of people, like sometimes bigger, sometimes smaller, that like to say, "Who does this yank think he is? Come over here, taking the piss out of us." Right. Uh, however, what can you do? You know, you have to joke about the things. That I mean, nobody, know. Yeah. nobody ever said, "Why is Yakov Smirnov making fun of us?" You know, it's, it's <laughs> really you know, on a hit there, list somewhere. Yeah, right. Exactly. You go there and you you witness and you tell you show them what you observe. As yeah, as, I mean, largely, especially later on in my career, my observations were just <laughs> observations about Irish life and people still for some reason say oh you have this outsider's point of view but an Irish comedian can make the exact same observation and they would just be like that's a funny yeah, thing about Yeah and it wasn't Ireland. really a point of view it was just like kind of like this is what I, this is how I see it. Yeah I mean at the end of the day you, you know like 
especially nowadays with the internet, like if you read too much into people's reactions, then you would just you would be like paralyzed. You know, like right. create, you'd have creative par paralysis from the fear of like how people are going to perceive what you're saying. So most of the time, I just ignore it. In the early days of like chat rooms. I didn't quite understand right. that this would become a culture like trolling culture and the, that like people would are just dicks on the <laughs> internet. Like I just didn't know that. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, right. I'm shit. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, how have I conned these people? How have I conned all these people in Man, the room up to now? Black Knight 407 has it right. I suck. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but you know, later on you realize that this is a thing. But in well, the early days... How about, how does that translate into the China thing? Did the Chinese people who are like I don't know I don't want to say uh, more reserved and more uh, you know insular culture is that that's a tougher nut to crack than maybe the uh, Irish culture which is uh, you know westernized yeah I mean a, a couple of different things going down so for those that don't know by the way the Irish language thing led me to want to sort of do this sort of looking at a culture through learning the language sort of project so I did that again with Mandarin I can't, Be because the Irish language crowd we're a little small in the numbers, so I said, next time I'm going for the fucking big one, man. <laughs> right, it's like, uh, you know, six billion gazillion right. people. 1.4 billion. 1.4 billion people yeah. live in China. And, and 100,000 in Flushing. Like just to slightly add. Slightly more than Staten Island. <laughs> Why'd you pick such an easy language like Mandarin? It's a <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it wasn't a it wasn't a it wasn't a, a job decision. It was a curiosity that had built up for a number of reasons. I, I won't bore you with that, but. Do you understand Cantonese? No, my Cantonese is mm. terrible. Okay. But, uh, but, but, um, so we, we, in terms of the, like the humor and like learning Chinese and, and trying to make Chinese people laugh, first of all, I didn't have the cultural understanding of China that I had about Ireland. So yeah. I, I couldn't make these like astute observations about Chinese life. So it was pretty entry-level fish-out-of-water material. But there's not a lot of – there's been some foreigners can speak good Chinese and they make some casual – you know, like some pretty simple observations. But there hasn't been like – a seasoned stand-up comedian learn the language and then take that style and like hit them with it. So they they did actually really appreciate the sort of Western stand-up style of I don't want to say like in your face, but to them it would be a bit like in your face. Right. My not great Chinese coming at them with confidence. Is there like a stand-up culture there at all? No, no, no. It's a brand new thing. Oh. Really? But but I I I didn't start. I, I just <laughs> happened to be. No, you part brought, of this emerging, don't be shy. You brought comedy I, to I, China. I'm the Marco Polo. Of, <laughs> I'm the Marco What's Polo. The Marco Polo of yeah. dick jokes. What's up? Basically, my opening, my opening joke is I walk out on stage and I go Marco and I wait for the crowd to go Polo. And, uh, and you came back with pasta. <laughs> and then we all go to the pool and yeah, have a show. Yeah, we go to the pool and uh, feel feel each other up. <laughs> you know, because so, it'd be easy for like a you know a, your typical Chinese man walking down the block see you in a in the Chinese garb with the hat and go ah oh, this guy's having a piss and a, a, like the, you know it was pretty much the same question as before like it's but but ten million times harder and against uh, one point four billion versus uh, six billion. I am blown away by the you're not kidding are you? No 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 it's a TV show it's all online I yeah, can't even yeah, lie yeah. about it. Holy cow! <laughs> Called Breaking China. Breaking Six part China. series about my journey try to learn stand uh, try to learn Chinese to do stand up in Chinese. Wow. Where can we see that? Does yeah. It's the RT. Uh, actually it's not on uh, it's not online. Oh, there yeah? is there it's is two episodes on the Chinese. YouTube called Yoku. Is there? Yeah, we can. Can we get that? Here I think you can find that. Yeah. What were what were the? Uh, how do you have to deal with the government by doing something like this? Filming a TV show in China? Is there a yeah. lot of uh, obstacles? And uh, I just, the other day, I, just, like, I got a letter from the government. <laughs> I had oh, to get it translated. I opened it. <laughs> Brian, Brian said the they were suckers. <laughs> 
Brian thinks that China has a different internet. <laughs> Not a different internet, but sometimes you cannot get the Chinese YouTube. Well, it's just no, turned. They, they have, have an on-off switch. That's they all. They have a, a heavily controlled version of the internet. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, communist uh, nation. Obviously, an unknown uh, comedian in China. I wasn't getting. I wasn't falling foul of the senses very often. I mean, we were making a TV show, so we had a guy that was like, and it was wa- on a network, watching us. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Okay. Are you? Uh, is there any fear of being that it's such a, I guess, conservative culture? Any fear of you saying the wrong thing and winding up in prison? I mean, not really. I mean, that'd be great, you know, for TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in, in terms of like my long-term profile. It's a, it's a Christmas it's like, special. That's a decent couple of year investment <laughs> yeah. on your career. It's like a well, flushing comedian still in prison in China. The flushing comedian and political prisoner Des Bishop. Like, again, <laughs> that would really yeah. suck. Yeah. Of all the places to be from, to be in prison in China, flushing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this swap should not be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Could you hit us with some candy? Well, that's great. Now that you come back to flushing, you can uh, communicate with uh, all of the the people that oh, are. Oh, I do all the time. Yeah. It's the best. I mean, personally, I know, I know, I've grown up with a lot of people here that are not that happy with the changes in our neighborhood. Me personally, I, I love it. I love it. And me I think too. That, I'm the, with you. The food is better. It's it's interesting. Can you say? Can you hit us with some Chinese? Could you say the food sucks in flushing? <laughs> uh, the Chinese food. Oh, no, there you go. I, I think you got the accent wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like, like, like you said, a lot of people, and believe me, a lot of people, they're very bitter about the, the, you know, the, the changes. Yeah, we have about a, I would say, let's uh, be just normal, a fifty-fifty uh, Korean Chinese population here, as far as the Asian population goes, and the white people feel like they're being pushed out or something. Yeah. It's this weird cultural thing, and th- th- half of the problem is those cultures are so insular. And they just keep to themselves. So people feel like, yeah, they don't want me in their store, and they're ruining the neighborhood. Meanwhile, they're just regular people. Oh, white people on the wrong side of gentrification? What a shame. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) believe me. I have no sympathy for you. (laughs) I went out. uh, I don't want to toot my own horn here. I went out canvassing for Bernie yesterday, right? And I go, man, I'm going to run into some fucking racist white people, you know? And And I have my Chinese and Korean flyers. And the, right on my corner, I run into the most, I, I'm not going to name him, the most ra- the worst possible guy I could run into. Was and it Mario? I'll tell you after the show. Does. I, I know who know. it is. Do you? I, I'm not going to say it, but Do I you? think I know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. The worst guy you could possibly run into. I'm like walking up. I see him. He pulls his car over and like stops. I take my pin off. I put it in my, I'm like, hey, man, because I don't want to get into the discussion. Not because I'm scared of, of his, you know. Was he visiting I, his parents? I don't want to get into, no, he wasn't visiting. He's from around, he's around the block. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. I yeah, don't know you're wrong. Is. Damn! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love a quiz. <laughs> but yeah, I, I could have used you out there uh, speaking Mandarin to the people because. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I would love that. Uh, to be honest, man, I was starting to think I could run for local government yeah, in Flushing. I, I got, I got Dude, both neighbors. Because you remember you that, remember could. that guy that got arrested in the end? He's in jail now. The the was his Dan, name? Danny Halloran. Ha- yeah, Halloran. You know, the, but he the was, only Republican I've ever voted for in my life. Yeah, in but jail. He, he, yeah, but he ran for, on a racist ticket. He had all the pictures of guys playing bocce ball in casino parks. I grew up here. I'm from here. Oh, I didn't like see as, that. Yeah, as if that was like. Anyway, like I'm not going to rip on the guys. Had a tough on the fuck him. But uh, but anyway, I was thinking, God, I could run on like the unifying tickets. Like, hey, I'll, I'll speak to all you. Perfect. Korea, he's not, not, not the a, Koreans, yeah. but he's not, he's not in a Chinese prison, is he? Right. No, no, you know this guy. No, he got. He got busted. I, I didn't vote for him wholeheartedly. I voted for him because I thought maybe he knew a little more about the rezoning and the not building McMansions. Yes, the, which in fairness local, was a good you know, point. Yeah, he cared right. about this, and of- then he ended up doing great. He ended up rigging the mayoral election of New York City, which was. <laughs> 
it's a great move, and now he's in jail. It was and, pretty ambitious. You got to give him that. And a lot of people we know are his friends growing up. And, I, uh, I've known him since I was five years old. And they're like, we know him. Fuck that guy, and fuck political no, corruption. He's... Go fuck yourself, Dan Halloran. I hope you rot in jail, and you take that horn and shove it straight up your ass. Everybody oh. turned their back on that guy. I know yeah. I, I know he's listening right now. But power corrupts, man. Yeah, man. Right, this you... is his one hour in prison. He gets to listen to internet radio. <laughs> yeah, I have no life. sympathy. He asked for permission to listen to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> no sympathy. But anyway... Uh, without getting too uh, too sidetracked, uh, what we talk? Oh, we talk about flush. Yeah, what? Are we, where are we? <laughs> How do we get out to Dan Allen? He's a Satan worshiper. Anyway, Satan. <laughs> He's a paganist. He's a paganist. He's a paganist or something. Uh, whatever that is. Yeah. It, uh, he worshipped uh, Norse, gar- Norse gods. Norse gods. I'm pretty sure that that's true. I've got the cons. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Oh yeah. So you were saying you were uh, you were canvassing for Bernie? Oh, yeah, no, I'm done with that. I'm done. Yeah, with no, but I would have. I would have. You're I a political enjoyed, guy. I would have enjoyed uh, doing that today. Are you Asians. a Bernie supporter? Uh, you, can you vote in both elections? Dual citizenship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, the funny thing is, like, Bernie is not. Bernie's politics are not very radical in Europe. No, they're, they're just no. Kind of normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, he might even be a little bit to the right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, uh, centrist over there. Yeah, he's a total centrist. <laughs> right. But uh, he's, I don't know. He's... But at the same time, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not uh, like a like a Bernie fanatic. But I guess right. in a way, I I don't I don't fully engage because I still part of me feels like it's not really my story just yet. Right. Because I'm not really back here full time. Yeah. But uh, but I, I I certainly watch closely and I enjoy but but I I do feel like he could sort of like uh, change the language up a bit sometimes. That's true. He pushed things to the left. What is the state of our, uh, politics in Ireland? You were involved in that a little, right? Well, I, mean, I did. What's a, going I did on? A, the election has happened. Is that I, true? I did a show like a like a Daily Show, John Oliver type right. show. Yes, uh, Saw that. about the Irish election. It was just a one off. Uh, but the Irish election was um, kind of like a hung jury type situation, so they still haven't formed the government. But then again, politics over there is a little bit different, yeah. how governments are formed. But the great thing about most European elections... Who's the president now? Jerry Adams? <laughs> Jerry Adams is not the president, but close enough. Like, okay. No, but close enough. I used to have jokes about like this, this, this fantasy future Ireland, the president of Ireland, Jerry Adams. He's, like, he's not far from that now. But uh, anyway, uh, the great thing about European elections is it's just like you call a general election and then there's a six-week campaign and then that that is it whereas like here it's just like a two-year yeah, goes on forever, it goes on forever. all these so interests, many uh, candidates so many candidates and then just debate after debate after debate and it's all about money and there's so much money and i just think it's it could be so much stuff could be simplified regardless of whether you like bernie or not in terms of like taking the money out of, yeah, uh, out of politics big. it'd be so easy to simplify it into just six-week campaigns uh without you know all you know the caucuses and all these things like i feel like the whole journey from state to state is uh, from 150 years ago, where you had to get the message out there, but the Hillary message Clinton's out been there campaigning for about 10 years, I believe. <laughs> yeah, she's been running forever. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so I, I, I anyway, uh, it would be too complicated to, to explain right. Irish politics. But neither no, it multi, does. I, I brought system. you here to explain Irish politics, and I would like you to to <laughs> multi-party <expand>. system, <laughs> multi-party system, and. Uh, you don't elect. Uh, you don't elect a president, or you don't elect a prime minister. You elect the party, and the leader of the party then leads the government. Right. There you go. There you go. Very, that's how very, you do it. That's that, that's a, a little bit basic, but that's the beginning of it. You stopped drinking when you were nineteen. Stopped uh, drinking when I was. I was 19. watching some of your uh, your uh, TV show there. Or the um, what is it? What was it called? Under the influence. 
Oh, that one. Yeah, that was my, my hard-hitting one. I like the way it starts. I fucking love that shit, dude. I, I like the way it starts off. It's talking about the culture of drinking in Ireland and how it's their identity. And uh, what's the you know what's the, uh, what's the end result of that? And do people think that if you stop drinking at 19, obviously you've addressed that, that you say, uh, oh, well, this guy's preaching to me. What does he know? You well, know? people say that, of course. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, it's not just like... like fundamentalist libertarians that are saying like there's a nanny state but like people are always going to suggest why are you making comments about how i live my life but it wasn't really about that it was more about sort of uh trying to take back a little bit of the irish identity from this sense that everything is related to alcohol right and and also just to talk about how it got a bit out of you know it got a bit out of hand it was just just a, just a way of looking at it i was trying to get trying to take another angle on it I really like that show. I mean, that show was very controversial because a lot of people got really angry. Did they? Yeah. I see. I I, I thought it was kind of fair and interesting, like in a scientific way. Yeah, but way, any American I meet that knows me and watches is like, wow, it's really interesting. But you know, you don't have the emotional connection that they. That's have. true. That's it's true. It's like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Yeah. Saying this about us, you know, and, and there was quite a bit of that. But but people that didn't get wrapped up in that, I got a lot out of it. But uh, unfortunately, uh, my accent had a little bit to do with it, which is unfortunately the message gets lost in this. Who does this American think he is? Like typical American rubbish. But if you didn't have that angle, that you probably wouldn't be on the TV. Well, I probably it's wouldn't a... have wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not funny. I just happen to know. <laughs> I just happen to know things about uh, Ireland. Well, that's what we're here to say. That you're not funny. You just you just happen to be like this fish out of water thing. And exactly. You're not funny, right. you're, yeah. You're, you're a hack. Is well, what why is he not famous in America? That's what they were saying. Why is he not famous in America? So that I, I have a friend in America's never heard of him at all. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Uh, can I borrow some money? Are you asking me for money? <laughs> Neither borrow nor a lender be. Uh, I don't have any more questions. I just want to. Borrow. Oh, oh, yeah. You can just, I borrow a hundred bucks? Can we right. talk about baseball? I noticed when you came in, you're a Mets fan. How did you follow baseball while you were overseas, especially? Excuse me, Ryan. He never asked, said whether he was going to lend me a hundred dollars or not. So. Uh, uh, baseball. We, we'll find a reason to discuss a hundred dollars later on. Oh, I did but, watch you playing soccer though, and uh, in. in Football. In one of these TVs, football, and I, rem- I remember your dad. I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier. Your dad was our soccer coach. That's right. Yeah, I have a picture. I have various pictures from those. And early do you days. remember his coaching style? Well, I, I mean, it was always like it's a passing game. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> it's a passing game. It's a John. passing game. It's a passing game. And, but he was too nice to like yell. So that's all he would say throughout the entire match. It's a passing <laughs> game. John. It's a passing game. He's talking sense. He, he's yeah, it's like, a passing game. I don't know game. how to pass. I'm ten. Unload it. Unload it. Give me a beat, John. Not like, not like your son's coach. What are you doing out there? Oh, that guy. Oh, who's oh, the coach? He would just scream. What are you doing? Is he playing John? Orbendale? No, this is basketball when they were like oh, really right. young. What are you doing? Come on, John. John, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, this guy's. The Have worst. you told your listeners that you were like sexually abused in uh, Boy Scouts? Yeah. Well, I have now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm yes, assuming you weren't. I was I joking. I, oh, oh really? you, you mentioned that before about the spankings? <laughs> well, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were spankings. Huh? Laugh it up, Tess. <laughs> la- la- last time. <laughs> last time I saw you, there, there were spankings. And uh, since then, I've unblocked a lot of memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy spanking I, 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 me? I have no idea. I won't mention any troops, but uh, no. Go, oh, you, Troop One. Fuck troop Mike Roberti. Uh, he's the guy who molested me. He's dead. And Jack Bear, who is still alive, he lives in Bayside, or he just moved. You can uh, send him letters. He is uh, still involved in Troop One, and he is he really? Yeah, 
I went to the fucking, like, a dinner with Mike Stofi like, three or four years ago. Like, at the Knights of Columbus, like, ten blocks away. Get out of here. With all the Boy Scout guys. Did and you... I'm like, I, I, was, I, I went there specifically to, like, stand up and be like, fuck you guys, fuck all you. You know, and uh, I just left. The balls to do it. Yeah. How far did you stick with it? Did I mean, I, I, by the way, I, I'm considered pretty innocuous stuff that was going on with you, man, right? But was it, was it more serious than... Oh, no, I don't know. You know, he brought us out into the woods and pulled our pants down and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I remember the spanking. spanking, whatever. Yeah, but who knows? But, but now the more I think about it, the more sexually uh, you know, advanced I, uh, I am at, at the, in my brain, I, I start to think about the other stuff that might have happened. But uh, no, I don't... I, is there, was there insertion? Is there a difference? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it was to that level, but there was definitely some sort you of titillation. Because I blocked that whole thing out like as a abuse story and in my head it was just like a spanking story so who knows what else I fucking blocked I mean, out you know it's crazy like, maybe he was to, fingering me the whole time I don't we, fucking know we used to get dropped off at his uh, you know at his house to study for like you know doing <sighs> the tests whatever the, like the next level you know you become like a whatever different scout right uh, <laughs> right and, like we dropped Second off at class, this guy's first house class I forgot you were involved Com- in this completely scout. innocent you know, parents having no idea that, like, you're dropping off to this predator. Right. right? You know? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And did you follow this through to Eagle Scouts? How far did you stick with it? I this? did. I had sex with everybody until Eagle <laughs> Scouts. This is right. This is when you were an Eagle no, Scout. No, I dropped out that's of how second class. That's how you become an Eagle Scout. What are you talking about? <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows that. A spread, a spread Eagle Scout. There's a knit, there's a knit marriage ba- merit badge with, like, a finger in a hole. Like, right. Oh, God. No, I, 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 can I dropped out at second class, like Des Bishop. I dropped out of second class, and... Uh, I can remember like waiting to go to you know scout meetings and like we had to like do the wick you had to wax the uh, the ropes. Uh-huh. I can well, remember, <laughs> do you remember that? You had to ropes was a nice sounds, name for cocks. Like, yeah, it sounds like abuse to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you had to wax the ends of the ropes so you could tie knots easily. You're yeah, right. and my 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 my, <laughs> my lasting memory or? from your house here was doing that while we were listening to uh, Beastie Boys' first album. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Girls didn't. We didn't. Da, da, we, da, 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 right. Just we didn't abuse each other sexually. No, time, we did not. Okay, we thank God. Not. Thank God. It, it wasn't not. considered abuse. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making out. So you 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 asked a question there a while ago, and then we got distracted by John asking for a lot oh, yeah, of money. Yeah, I thought he was all out of questions. Oh, the Mets. All the Mets. 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 No, I, I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm quitting the show now, and I'm gonna Let's go. Let's talk on. about having uh, the Mets. Know, I just got sexually abused, Ryan. I know. I know. You see. Mario's here. No, because I'm going to bring the show down. Oh, hey, Mario. <laughs> no, you, you know, just just on the last thing on that whole section of music, like I, I heard that secondhand years later that that guy got kicked out. Oh, yeah, out of from the, who? From, uh, that guy got kicked out of the Boy Scouts and all that. That I was like a serious I, dude, thing. Dude, I saw him once and I turned the car around and I was going to murder him. And he disappeared into some building, and then I heard later uh, a couple years ago he died of like some painful stomach cancer. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. I, you know, I don't wish uh, harm to. Well, yes, I do. Go fuck yourself. I hope it was painful. And, uh, you know. and, and that's that. And that's that. So uh, on the Mets, you front, son of a bitch! <laughs> God damn you! On the Mets front, uh, the thing about the Mets for me was it was like my the one way the to ho- the, the one way to hold the show on to is my, over. The, is it over? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, that's not. <laughs> it's like so. Okay, I'm bye. The thing about the Mets for me was a way to get over the trauma of being abused with John. <laughs> no. What? Uh, what? Can't catch my breath. To be honest, at that, so after being abused, uh, you know, I just became addicted to suffering, so I decided to be a Mets fan. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. No, the, is- the Mets for me was, uh, I mean, I was, a, yeah, I was a Mets fan. My grandmother, Irish grandmother, was like obsessed with the Mets, and uh, she used to like, she, we used to go to a pool club in Mineola, 
and she had a nail in a tree, and then she would hang her transistor radio on the tree and uh-huh. sit in the same spot. To <laughs> right, nobody, every, everybody stayed away from that chair, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to listen her. to the Mets uh, because she was this a Dodgers right fan in, in 1986. She was a Dodgers fan, she exactly, and okay, refused yeah. to go over to gotcha. the Yankees. Gotcha. So, uh, <clears throat> so then you know, I mean, there was a few, there was a, a couple of dark years where it was just impossible to to follow the Mets. But I always used to come home for the summer, so but it was impossible to hold on to it. Not that you often had to right. hold on to it. Actually, now you mention it, there was a few years there in the early '90s where I just wasn't even really paying attention. Once in a while, I would get a ticket to a game or something, but yeah. It well, was that was after like, the sort of uh, Eddie Murray, Vince Coleman right. splurge, exactly. where it was like we're going to win, and then 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 they just went into yeah, the Mackie, dark. Mackie Sasser yeah, went into and... the dark ages. But anyway, the internet really helped. Like I remember in the early days, dial-up. I used to ha- got an extra long cable. Uh, so I could get the my computer into my room, and like suddenly you could listen to the fan. Yeah, and it was like wow. Like so I started listening because yeah, I remember Bob listening. Murphy. I remember listening to the fan when Reyes was when Reyes was brought up, and they sucked them. But it was like this is the beginning yeah, but there of was something. Hope. There was a lot yeah. of hope. So uh, anyway. Uh, I oh, the the thing about the Mets for me in Ireland was like was the one way to hold on to my flushing identity because after '96 I stopped coming back to New York for the summers and I became like a full time Irishman. Yeah. But the Mets was always like my way to hold on to flushing, not just New York, but just like this is who we are. We're kids from Flushing. We were like kids of the '80s. The Mets ruled. We had we had Mets Day in St. Kevin's, and I, I'm not letting go of that. So that that yeah. then it became something deeper than just baseball for me. It became like a way to say I'm still a New Yorker. Yeah, it's iconic in your life. Yeah. When you when I have a question. Because you you live in Dublin, right? You yeah. Live, and uh, I was there a couple of years ago. We went on this big family uh, exodus. It was the first time my entire family went back there in 150 years, and uh, they got the thing. The, the potatoes hot- are a lot better nowadays. Than <laughs> right. I had au gratin. It was awesome. And uh, yeah. they have this thing called there was the no hot garlic on-, on the potatoes. In the I know. Yeah. There's, a, there's completely no salt, no pepper. But uh, the. Um, there was this thing called the hop on, hop off, right? Oh yeah, the the tour bus. Right, the tour bus, and you know you could just jump on wherever you you know and go wherever you need to go. And uh, this is one term I just uh, I, I wonder if it's popular there. But the the bus driver in the speaker just kept the whole time yelling at other cars in, over the PA system, going, "Oh, you fucking lollipop, get out of the way, you lollipop." Really? And is that a big thing over there? They call, so call somebody a lot? Not really. No, maybe that's his way of not cursing. Yeah, you know, I like, like maybe. Yeah, well, I thought they were just yeah, calling the, them the fuck dicks. off is not included in the cursing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, some people do call it a lollipop, but right. like it wouldn't be like a super popular term. I know a lot of uh, in the beginning, a lot of your uh, big things were like doing the different dialects of the different yes yeah, so places in Ireland. So how long do you have to be there before you can? <laughs> that's my whole career. How long do you have to be there before you you you? You get you know, an absorb, ear for that? Ab- yeah, absorb. Like you know, all right for the audience. You know, you're from Texas. Whatever you do, an American accent. If you're if you're from Ireland, it could be New York, could be Texas. You do an Irish accent if you're an American. And but every single county, as Pat has told me, you know, like there's there's just a different. The, the, the cork by and all yeah, that crap. 100%. There's a million different well, you, ways you, to you speak. You haven't even been there and you got a bit of a cork accent, so it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking me about this great skill and you, you've kind of picked it up from a couple of other people's impersonations. So there's only six million people there. Why should I go? I got the Empire State Building right here. Yeah, but it is amazing as such a small landmass, a small population has incredible variation between regional accents. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You get All right, an, do you, every you, accent. You get, <laughs> <laughs> you get an ear for it. And uh, so, well, I mean, I went to college in Cork. I began my comedy career in Cork, so there was a lot of Cork stuff in my early comedy career. But that's lucky for me because Cork would be 
like a spot that people would tend to make fun of anyway. Like there are various comedians right. that have routines about are pork the, are, are they like the Polish people of Ireland? No, or, Kerry, no that's Kerry, Kerry people right? yeah. are the Polish jokes of Ireland. <laughs> How do you sink the Kerry Navy? Like all the Polish jokes got translated into Kerry jokes or vice versa. Yeah, well, why did the Kerryman fall out of the tree? He was raking the leaves, all those. The same, then right. the Polish jokes uh, turned into Kerry jokes. No, Cork was just like cute whores or whatever, but it's just their accent is quite unique. Uh, has a bit of a sing-song vibe to it. Right. So I just did a lot of that. But the thing is, like, Americans... So Tom Cruise did Far and Away, right? It's like famously bad Ooh, accents, horrible. you know? Americans doing bad Irish accents. So the fact that it Irish people out. didn't know that I'd been living there since 1990. So I'm right. on stage in, like, 98, 99. And they're like, here's this American guy. And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, nailing Cork accents. Shut your eyes like you would think this guy's from, like, a certain part of Cork, like right. a working-class part of Cork. So people were like, wow, this guy's a genius. But as an actual fact, I was just making fun of my friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I was just lucky, really. Can you do um, <laughs> oh, this line Here's in Mario. the Cork accent? Can I do this line? Or I'm going to tell you the line. <laughs> oh, no. 33. You're 33. I can't believe you're 33. And I, you have to be doing it as a female Corkian. Oh, so, so I have to do a female Cork person saying, you're, you're 33. I can't believe you're 33. Like, 33. You're, you're 33. 33. I can't believe you're 33. I thought it was more like twenty three. Right. That's that, that's like uh, I you know that was I, a, I like Looney Tune Cork. I know people no. want to do like thirty tree, but that's like you know like in Cork they'd be like thirty tree, like you know like I I you know thirty tree like twenty tree. I can't believe good. you're twenty tree. Yeah, that's I'm, what a girl told me when she found out how old I was as I was when you were thirty three on top of her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have you believe. been to Ireland, Mario? And you went over there and you and I am. I have. Uh, I have the other side of my family from uh, lovely Leitrim. You know. Oh yeah, lovely Leitrim. Oh, really? yeah, there's more yeah, Leitrim people funny. in New York. A than there's bunch in of bogs and swamps, and the sun Rocks. never goes down. And so you're saying you and Pat are related, probably. Are you a Leitrim boy yourself, Pat? <laughs> Leitrim is the least populated county. My mother's from Leitrim. My father's from Cork. Ah. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm married to a Hallahan, and so that's my part. I always wanted to be part Irish, so I just found myself a nice <laughs> Irish wife. You, you right? pass that on to your children. You pass yes. your dreams on to your gimmicks. children. We're gimmicks. We're gimmicks. Half Italian gimmicks. and half, like half Irish. Your Mario, it turns out. over my grandfather's cart, <laughs> so we're <laughs> fucking back on, baby. Turns out Mario had a little Irish in him before I showed up. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> my family's from a town called uh, Monegal. And, uh, oh, Monegal, County Offaly, which right. is where Barack Obama's that's people are right. connected two, to. Two famous people for that me and Barack Obama, the two famous people. Barack. Monicott? I love that town. Now there's, well, in Ireland they say Barack, you know, Barack Obama Plaza. Right, Barack. In, yeah. in Money Golf. It's, it's unbelievable. You go there and everything's Barack You know what Barack Obama, Obama Plaza is? It's a pet, it's a gas station. <laughs> right, yeah. No, it actually is. It is. There's like 14. It's a rest stop. Yeah, there's 14 people in this town. Yeah, no, it is the equivalent of like when you're on, you know, when you're on I-95 and like you pull over McDonald's, that's Barack Absolutely, Obama Plaza. Yeah. Dick Cheney. And there's a bunch of buildings that field. say Collison and then, you know, all the bars have Barack Obama cutouts all over the place and picture, yeah. he went, he actually went there and uh, had a beer, you know, I don't know if he actually drank it. But, no, he uh, drank it, man. Oh, he he drank it. That's the money shot. Yeah. You have to. What do you do? Show up and not drinking. Yeah, yeah. he took a sip probably and gave it his secret service and hold on to this. You know. Yeah, no, he had a great time. Well, the, the, then the the wife and the kids came back on their own for a proper holiday. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Did they yeah. got a flat tire in the car when they were there too? <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch that one, but they had a good time. I mean, <laughs> a, what does that mean? The, the, the horse broke its hoof? 
John, Sorry. Jesus, John. I don't know. There's don't. Irish people listening now. <laughs> Are there? And you got a Houlihan as a name. So I didn't, they I didn't they know were they trusting had, you up to then. Didn't right. know they had the internet there yet. Where's your mother's people from, John? I never knew. Uh, my mother says that her people are from Claire, but uh, you know my grandfather is so shady about the whole thing. Who knows what the real truth is? I don't yeah. even think his last. But they name. are Irish, though, right? Yeah, um, McKinney. All oh, right, is okay. the name, and then of Houlihan on the my dad's side. But I think you know my dad when my grandfather came over here when in 1901, and he's dead now, but obviously uh, he would uh, <laughs> he would be really uh, you know. Uh, he would not tell us the truth about what was going on, like why he left or anything. And then one day, ambulance came because he got sick and he was like having a heart attack. Y- your mother's father. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sitting in the back of the ambulance in the driveway right here outside of this barrage, as a matter of fact. And uh, he's going, he was also a little losing it. Then he, they got me. They found me. They found me. They got me. And we're like, whoa, whoa, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, they finally got me. They finally got me. So I don't know what the hell he was up to over there. <laughs> He's probably you know, throwing hand grenades at babies. I have no fucking clue. Man, you got a lot of history in your family. I found out <laughs> later on. But we'll talk about that when we're off the air. Nobody knows anything. I asked him. To, my, my, I told, tell my dad, you got to get on the air. You're going to die. Tell it, Spill the beans. Seriously. I'm like, Sonny Houlihan right. needs to be recorded. Right, I said you seriously, said, but he's big into like you know never write anything down, never because yeah. he doesn't you. want to end up under the Hell's Gate. That's exactly. why I said you're, sev- you're 78. Let's just do it and and spill the beans. No one cares. What do you think the FBI is listening? They don't care. No, but he just doesn't do have it. to spill the beans about people. He just has to spill the beans about what it's like growing up in Hell's Kitchen. You know, before it was Clinton or whatever no, they call it now. I, I want the whole story. <laughs> I want everything. I want all the lies. When he come home with a broken leg and uh, said that a toolbox fell on his leg, that's all bullshit. You know, yeah. you know, some a bunch of cops in a bar were killing him. I, I want the whole story. Yeah. I want to know why there was some crazy I West Sider sleeping I, on my couch when I was a kid. I yeah, want the I whole know, story. I want to know the story behind State of Grace. <laughs> a horrible movie. Yeah, horrible. I mean, Jesus. I started I started reading some stuff, and I, I saw the name Houlihan, and I was like, whoa. And I was like, is this the Houlihan? And then I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit. I don't John Houlihan is connected to some people. I was impressed. I'm just a podcast entertainer, my friend. I was impressed, man. I was impressed. Hey, hey, live from the barrage listeners, I recommend you start Wikipedia and some motherfuckers because I'll tell you something right now. Please don't. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, it's not, you know, like you, you're going to have to work it out, but it's pretty interesting. Listen, it's, it's not my life. Fuck him. You know, he made his own decisions. I made mine. It's, that's up to him. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'd, but, love, uh, listen, I'd man, love to hear his story. I'd love to have him in here and just uh, sit here for an hour and. Or an hour and a half. Well, and, I don't know why you don't do that because you know I think it's important just from a New York history perspective. You know right. the, these stories before these these guys pass on. I mean I don't talk about the death of your father, but I just mean his generation, right? My own father's died already of people that knew a different New York, especially because it has disappeared. It's yeah. harder. It was. It's harder to get um, Des Bishop or Mark Marin on the show than it is to get my own dad. <laughs> it really is. He's the toughest get ever, and he'd be the best guest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm on it, John. I'll take care of it. <laughs> take care I of think, it. honestly, God, John, John, I honestly email got, my dad. <laughs> Why don't we just call him? Let's call him right now. I honestly think I have a solution. I think if you move the barrage to the basement, you will find he'd be a lot more comfortable. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on. It. <laughs> so uh, anyway, oh, there was there was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, you you wanted to plan it. Uh, now that you're back here, kind of or almost. Permanent. Oh, pe- Planet Comedy Club in Flushing? Yeah. I started that. Did you? Yeah, I and did one in English. Chi- Chinese I did, or in, 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 I did one in English and one in Chinese mm-hmm. in uh in like a like a co- a tea house in uh, on Northern Boulevard Main Street at the at the crossroads okay. there. Okay. And uh the problem was the venue were just a bit 
greedy with the with the cash. Uh, it was a great venue, but I sort of I couldn't keep doing it with them. Then I went back to Ireland. I ha- I want to start that up again, but what I need to do is I need to find some some like flushing probably some Chinese Americans that are interested in helping me out yeah. and, and then get it going full time because because you know it's quite it's quite an undertaking to run a gig and I'm not always around but it needs to be on the regular right. and it needs to really rely yeah, on that Chinese yeah. American Korean American audience and not just like neighborhood friends that every week get less and less you know yeah, like, yeah. like every week another truck gets loaded and heads out to the island right. so <laughs> so uh, you know i want it to be a main street thing i don't want it to be like kids coming in from bell boulevard like on a sort of reluctant right. and bus and you want to do it in chinese and english well no the the, the chinese language thing would be every once in a while because okay, that's so the, that, you want to do a comedian. weekly english regular comedy yeah, or thing. like a monthly right. but but yeah but i want it to be like a main street thing where you can order chinese you know you can get food right. and uh, it's not just like a normal comedy club yeah yeah you, it's so, got to be different or else it's yeah. the whole bullshit now they are starting to do can some can i like, try out my uh, bit my uh, stand up act i have some material Go for it, man. No, I don't want to do it now. I'll do it a little later. Oh, yeah, sure. Man. You want to do an open spot? You want to do an open spot? I want to get a dumpling. And uh, my wife's in car. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I, I got all this shit written down. She's like, no, do it. You got to do it. And I'm like, do you it. Know, I'm not fun. Do it. Well, now uh, that you guys are like Fox yeah. News, and you know, Fox News are covering live from the barrage. I mean, you're like celebrities. New York Times. New York Times. The piece. old gray ladies. Uh, hip to the, <laughs> hey, man, I forwarded that barrage. to everybody. I was proud of you guys when oh, you thanks, got in man. the New York Times. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you. Sure. Not me. I wasn't in it. <laughs> no, no way. I was proud of it too, but also I know, like, from being like in this horrible circle of whatever this is, that nothing will ever happen. I just know. <laughs> I'm not. not true, I'm, man. You know, I'm not. Uh, you need uh, to listen to some Tony Robbins. People, pr- I do. I need a positive uh, thinking in <laughs> my life. You need to change your thinking. I need yeah. to look at those teeth and go. I'm going to make it. Yeah, and you got to get a chin implant, and then you'll know that. You can- <laughs> And then, and then you'll know that you're uh, you have belief, self belief. You see, at the end of the day, it's all about self hatred. You don't love yourself enough to change your face. Right. Oh, oh. what he needs to do is. Listen, I put the chin implant in my pants. <laughs> he Nobody. Needs, you, know, you, know, you know who my 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 number one target that I haven't written anything yet, but I really want to have a good examination of him is Joel Olstein. Because the other night I was on stage in New York Comedy Club and I. Uh, just kind of, I don't know, this this black girl kept going like, mm-hmm. When I was talking, she kept going like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I like, the whole thing just turned into like a preacher improv, you know, as I started right. preaching. It was like mm-hmm. good fun, me and this girl back yeah. and forth. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I started talking about Joel Osteen. And like kind of just like, I can't even remember what I said, but it was definitely negative. And man, the crowd like went silent. Like, how dare you Did that? Yeah, mention negative? Yeah, like negatively mention Joel Osteen. Like, 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 you, like you're joking in mass or something. This fucking guy. For those of he... us in our radio audience who don't know, who is Joel Osteen? Oh, for those of us that don't get up early enough on a Sunday to ever flick onto NBC. And by those of us who don't know, I mean me. <laughs> he rules NBC in a, oh, okay. on a Sunday morning. He's, he's like a Mario, rationalized this... wealth preacher guy. Yeah, he's, he's exactly. Oh, That's I a, know that guy. Great way to put it. He's like, you know, I'm rich. God wants you to be rich. Yeah. That's I right. I live in a mansion, and why should I get, you know, he, I won't sell it to give to the poor people because uh, God wants me to succeed, and he has all these people he believe in this garbage. He built a church in the basketball stadium. Exactly. He, bu- he built it He's right like, on if, top if of the Jerry, black people. If Jerry Falwell had had, like, a media consultant, that's who Joel Olsen is. I know. Is. Like a, like yeah. a polished Jerry Falwell. He's a smiling douche. He should, yeah, he's he, got... I if think, anyone's I, going to hell first, he's, he's first. Dies, he dyes really his hair. Evil. You know, it's like, I. you know, you gotta... God made us this way. And it's like, well, you're, you're changing what God made. Are you, you know? a religious guy, Des? I would not be a religious guy. Right, but when you got to Ireland, the things were way more Catholic, and that, but that didn't rub off on you. Uh, as 
Well, I, you know, you went funny, throughout I, your life. I was comfortable you being. More... I, I was comfortable. I, I never had any real negativity towards the Catholic Church in terms of like being young and thinking I needed to rebel. I just sort of fell out of love with it over time. I mean, right. it was easy in Ireland because Ireland was the center of some incredible sexual abuse scandals. Do you believe in God? Uh, now, no. Right. No. I love, Monsignor I love Fogarty. dropping that question like Monsignor a Fogarty uh, would be disappointed. <laughs> Monsignor Fogarty, God, God rest him. <laughs> God rest him. <laughs> he wasn't a bad guy, by the way. I would never speak negatively about him. He was a good guy. Yeah. And he was good to me, but... He molested he, me, too. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. But, uh, I don't believe in God, but I don't believe in slander either. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. No, nowadays, no. But, uh, you know, my mother still does, and... You know, we're, I'm I'm fine with that. I've no problem with. I'm not like a like an angry atheist who. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a difference between being, a, you know, to some people, atheism almost becomes the religion, and there's a problem with that too. That you're so militant about atheism that that's you become religious about it in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, like I'll give you an example. That's eternal. Like, I'll give an example of like you know why you have to just respect other people's faiths. Right? Yeah. So when my dad was dying, uh, he you know like it was like a month or two before he died, he was like. Do you believe there's something? You, you think there's something afterwards, man? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, because uh, sure, your dad was sure, so cool. <laughs> so I was like, uh, well, you say know, man I said, dad, hey, I said man. dad, you know, what I think doesn't really matter. I was like, you, you know, this is like, you know, you're gonna be going there, man. So like, what do you think? So I, was, I asked him, it's like, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, I think there's something there, man. And I was like, yeah, well, that's cool. I think, you know, I think that's cool. So it's like that, that, that's his thing. I was like, what I'm gonna be like, dad. What are you fucking stupid? It's just blackness. <laughs> so get ready for it, motherfucker. Because one night you're going to sleep and you're not waking up. All right? So you better hope you're having a fucking good dream because it's going to be fucking eternity. You know, so like, so you got to, you got to respect, like it's each to their own, man. Like I'm cool. It's not eternity, actually. That's what scared the hell out of me when I was growing up. How does your mic keep getting louder? I turn it down more I'm and more. Sorry. Even I'm the sorry. chat is noticing it's this. this idea of eternity scared the hell out of me. It's like, you mean it never ends? We have to do it every, every day mic. over and over and that just turned me off you're saying years. life is a constant cycle of eternity no, the idea of eternity when you die you would live in eternity and that just scared the hell out of me for some reason i yeah. didn't want it to go on forever you don't you just want it to be black i know but the funny thing is i always saw myself in heaven as like the age that i was and yeah. the reality is that you probably if <laughs> eternity is like when you feel worst <laughs> you like you die and then forever you're up in heaven with bad knees right <laughs> you're trying to wake up in the morning your ba- your back hurts your feet hurt that's yeah. that's the eternity i'm jesus I'm god is always in a good mood you're like would you ever fuck off okay <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so uh it's like uh you know the power of positive thinking i've had enough for one day can i just lay on the cloud but you know two just, seconds? just on that you know if there's anybody that we grew up with listening that's quite religious uh, yeah, on but, that, I don't feel that you know. People always say like, "Yeah, but wh- wh- where would you get your morality?" And it's like actually, right. I you know, like all you need to do is go to Brooklyn. Okay, there is probably more atheists per capita than anywhere else in the world, and it's like the most polite place on the planet in those gentrified <laughs> neighborhoods. Polite to a fault drives me nuts. Yeah, but the reality is that you know you don't need religion religion for morality. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You could just be a good person. How about try, yeah. how about starting there? Agreed. And you can still be a sanctimonious prick without God. Yeah, That's one thing wanna... we've learned from gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, my parents have. My dad never believed in the God. I, I don't believe, but uh, my mom would be like, "Oh, you have to give the kids structure, and they have to go get community." Yeah, my, yeah. A lot of people think that. Yeah, my kids. Right. Uh, but there's a value to that of We're, having the structure right, and all that stuff. But I never, doing. I never did, I never did any of that. I didn't get my kids confirmed or communion or any oh of that. Oh my bullshit. god! Yeah, They're because you go do, hell, you do, right? You do that stuff. 
But I do. It's, that's, I have an Irish wife. I have to do it. You're teaching your kids to lie out of the gate. You're teaching them that, that happens with Santa Claus. We don't need to do anything else. Besides <laughs> that. I mean, Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. We tell them there is. I'm happy to wait as we start to try to make sense of a of a new future and a new reality. So I'm curious to see what sort of ceremonies and customs we start to, you know, evolve into over the next hundred. Well, before I die, the ones that I'll be able to witness. Well, when you look back at it as an adult, you go, "Wow, this is crazy that I was a uh, in a church uh, drinking uh, Christ's blood and yeah. dipping your Muscatel. kids hell." Muscatel wine. The Muscatel is nice over there. I had a nice Muscatel at uh, Ivoron Brothers. Are you dipping a kid's head in blood, right. feeding them the body of Christ. The whole thing is is like a satanic cult. Thank know, you. It, I'm sorry, it, it Mom. Is amazing. It's, it is amazing that we held on to those particular <laughs> customs for so long. Eileen Bishop, if you're listening, I apologize for everything I just said. Uh, oh, yeah, she probably will yeah. listen. She's never off Facebook. She said, "Oh, really?" Like, oh, you're I'm not her to, friend on this. You're going so. over to John. You're going over to John Hulhans? I saw her like the post. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, wow, Eileen Bishop." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to be my friend. I'm I'm way overbearing. I'm in everyone's face. I'm posting well, listen, Bernie Sanders friends, on a unicycle. She's, she's friends with PJ on Facebook, so trust me, she's <laughs> she's got more Bernie Sanders coming her way than any human being on the planet. But PJ yeah, but is a friend of mine that uh, John have... knows, and uh, he's a big Bernie Sanders guy. Yeah, I like PJ. He's definitely going to listen to this. You guarantee he'll be delighted he just got mentioned. <laughs> Good dude. Yes. Good dude. He used to be a yes. pool hustler, from what yeah. I believe. Great, great dude. Uncircumcised. He won't be happy with me telling <laughs> you. <laughs> but I got to laugh out of that now that I just said it. Wow. I, I'm uncircumcised too because I was born in London. That's which right. Was great, that was a big thing. Great about you confusion. All the kids in our neighborhood were, were display ready except for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had like, <laughs> a, like an aardvark, like an anteater. <laughs> sort of like you, foreskin, you know? When you lined up to compare penises, you found that out, right? We also, we were yes. fucking yeah, Boy Scouts together. We all saw each other's dicks. <laughs> Come on, and it wasn't a gay thing. It was just a communal swimming thing. There's right. nothing wrong with church. <laughs> church and synagogue and temple, they're all places of organized... Absolutely. I have no, no problem with them. We Did you ever go to... Uh, we didn't say there was a problem with you them. You ever go to uh, Boy Scout Camp, 10 Mile River? Yes. Oh, you we guys, did go there, didn't we? Yeah. 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 I think I have a badge from We there. went on the whole molestation we tour, right? Were you, were you in uh, Camp Kiowa or Camp Kunata? Oh, oh, he, not only is he, will he be listening, he is listening right now because he has texted me to say, <laughs> fuck off, dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, PJ's a great dude. We're yeah. feeling the burn together. Uh, he's listening. He's listening live. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's texting away now. So. PJ, get on your bike and ride over here right now. Yeah, you yeah. should come over. Oh, no, he's actually, uh, he's, living in, uh, he's living somewhere else now. Oh, okay. So, no, no, no. Uh, he, w- he wouldn't be able to get here that fast. I did. I, I will say Uber. between the Boy Scouts and the uh, church and all that stuff. I'm, I'm the godfather I, to his I would do. Gr- I would do great in like the military, like that whole regimented yeah. traditional thing. You I like to make I, your bed. I bought into it. Like I bought into it a million. I'm, I'm you know, my uh, God bless you, Ryan. Thank you. My uh, brain is very malleable. No, I do. I will always say God. May the God that doesn't exist bless you. Right. Right. It's all farce. Right. I like the tradition of it. I mean, they build these gigantic, you know, ornate things, and you're like, oh, this is freaking cool sitting in here, and you know, but it sucks sitting there for an hour. But and the whole, you know, the 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 method of it is attractive to me because I'm an idiot, and you know, my brain is uh, easily shaped. And well, I, liked, imagine... I, liked, I liked him practice on a Friday afternoon. You though. are easily molded. <laughs> if you remember, him practice was good fun. Yeah, Mar- remember? Okay, Mario manipulates you, me every day. This is how so you know. Easy. This is how it's you so know. Easy. This is how you know you were raised Catholic, right? This is a test, okay? I'll see if anybody passes, okay? Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah mm. to the Lord. 
Oh, you guys didn't clap. Don't have it. <laughs> you don't remember that? Come on, that was uh, Sister Sheila. That's man. ballroom blitz. They didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to clap to the back to the top, man. We're doing it in a ballroom blitz. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now you know where they got inspired. <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Oh, I right. was an altar boy the whole Well, time. they change the words now. So when I go to Mass twice a year with my family, uh, and I'm always saying the old-fashioned words, I just keep getting elbowed by my wife when they have all these newfangled words. You know, the priest is like, I need you to be here for the army of God. I said, I am in the army of God, Father. He said, but I only see you on Easter and Christmas. And I just said to him, I'm in the... Secret Service, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Met Games. That's my religion. Yeah, boy. Is Every Sunday. Is this how the show ends? <laughs> That's it. We are... I heard you're a comedian. I thought I'd give you my best shot there. Oh, I, I thought that, that was right. great. We you should know, take a break. It's okay, not so much that I thought it was act. funny. I thought it was profound. We should take a quick break. Uh, we're talking with De Des Bishop. When we come back, we'll nice do the Ryan you. game, and we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. Des, I have news. Des, I was you, on the phone with could, Tommy Rockstar. You could stick. So are we. You could stick around if you want, Des, uh, and uh, play the Ryan game, or you can get the hell out of here. It's up to you. I don't care what you do. Uh, I'll hang out, man. All right, cool. Des is going to hang out. We'll take a quick uh, break. This song is called uh, Raise You Up on Eagle's Wings. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, those are my favorites. And he, he will raise you up on eagle's wings. Bear you on the breath of dawn. Make you to shine like the sun. And hold you in the palm. Of his hand. Brian, Monsignor like, Fogarty is listening is now. He'd be very on. proud. <laughs> Back after this. Radio No. Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to Live from the Barrage. All right, that's Bon Jovi with Night Train. We're here back live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. You know, I don't, I don't even like you playing Guns N' Roses, ironically. <laughs> I'm playing it for Tommy. <laughs> a Tommy rock star is out there living his dream. He's a good guy. He's uh... Let him listen to it. That's what I said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I know. Well, nobody knows. And uh, since Tommy's not here, we're still here with Des Bishop, by the way. Thank you, Des, for joining us. We John Houlihan introduced me to Anthrax, by the way. Just Did give, I? Give him some credit. Yeah. Sorry about that. Personally? <laughs> he introduced me to Anthrax. He gave me Anthrax. I'm the man. I'm the man. That's a good thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was a big Anthrax guy. There's a load of bands that John probably doesn't admit that he loved, but he loved them. I did. Love Twisted Sister. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Twisted Sister fan. Me? You were. <laughs> I was. Stay D hungry. D. Schneider. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. If you're listening and we dropped out of Kona Neutron, I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, here's the news with 
What about my microphone won't stay down? Your microphone is like <laughs> it sounds it's like very a, loud. It's like an old man I know. groaning, I'm sorry, grunting. This, this is a, a gorilla operation here. We don't have the money that uh, it sounds Bishop's, like the fucking gorilla in the Des microphone. Uh, backers have it, uh, over there. Yeah, in, uh, my backers. Yeah, Bernie Sanders <laughs> hates me. <laughs> we have to stop Des Bishop with his backing. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy being backed. Busy winding and up the iron. Twenty-seven dollars. We need a political out. revolution to stop this career. <laughs> this career is a is a. Well, I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> Go home and write it down. I was too focused on the impersonation to think about what I was going to say. Bernie Sanders never oh, said PJ's never said immersion. <laughs> immersion. <laughs> PJ's going to be all upset now. I was like, oh, you you made fun of Bernie Sanders. That's so, so like you can say anything you want about God, but don't joke about Bernie, man. PJ's listening. If he gets elected, he's really going to hate every monologue for the next four years. Oh yeah. Well, he's actually a pretty easy sort of mimic, mm. Bernie. You yeah. know, he's got a very distinct voice. Mm. Yeah. And he says the same thing over and over, so it's easy to just nail it. <laughs> he does. You know, the problem is there's not much else to say after like <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm only kidding, John. It's true, though. I'm it's true. Kidding. He does. The, 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 the talking points are all the same kind of thing. Mm. 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 But he had a lot of support mm. there in uh, the Brooklyn Navy Yard the other night. He did. I mean, I don't see, uh, I don't see these Hillary... Uh... Well, it's just three syllables is harder to chant. <laughs> you know, it's really a two-syllable Hillary. Hillary. <laughs> yeah, burn. You feel trying. the burn. He just nailed it with, the, with this I'm, uh, slogan. I'm... I'm trying to get the broadcast back up. I don't know what the hell is going oh, on. Oh, we're not actually broadcasting right no, now? No, we, we, but this was gold. It was. It was gold. It'll be on the podcast. Oh, it'll be on the... Oh, we're not actually live right now? Yeah, I don't know what's oh, happening. Damn, that's very frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's very what? Frustrating. It is. Yeah, frustrating. You've been away too long, my friend. Just because I didn't... I don't want to waste... <laughs> I don't want to waste gold when it's not live. Frustrating. It's interesting you put the accent on the trait. Oh, I have a few. Well, you know, there's a, there's a Irish. Can you, can you guys hear? Like, I, I know I still have somewhat of a New York accent, but I think yeah, we could hear Irish. it a little. There, it's a little yeah. bit of mix. Yeah, it's a mix, right? Yeah. It's in between, definitely. Yeah, it's a little all, mix. Mine, don't worry, mine's all fucked up too. <laughs> thirty three. I, I can't believe you're thirty three. I didn't know growing up that we had such strong New York accents, though. It was yeah. only when I went to Ireland and I came back, and then suddenly I was like, holy shit! All these people have super New York accents. I mean, I knew I did too, but I could hear it for the first time. Right. Yeah, anytime I went anywhere around the country, everybody knew where I was from right away. And yeah, I right. I didn't know that 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 was the case at all. It's great when you travel. They're like, say something, say something. Like you're an oddity. <laughs> say anything. <right>? Just, <gasps> say I want to take the bus. Say, say coffee. Usually coffee. Say yeah, coffee. coffee. Yep. Say park the car in the Harvard Yard. But I'm not from Boston. Not Just from say Boston. it. You fucking asshole. Park your car. <laughs> Go park your car in the Get Harvard out of the Yard. Fucking car. Have, you know what I noticed? Like. Just the natural... Yo, Kev! Yo, Kev! Ah, sorry. Natural road... Like, just the way we carry on in the car here is road rage everywhere else. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. people... Are, like, when I'm in the car and I, like, I get flustered very fast, people are like, Jesus. I'm like, nah, it's just it's just the thing that we do. It's just what I do. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> How was my driving last week? I forgot all about it, Pat, uh, Brian. I'm still... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're forgetting a lot of things, my friend. <laughs> I heard I fell asleep on the air. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd be possible, you know, possible to get more bald than I am already. <laughs> I am, but it suits you. I couldn't you. see you. you. I, ca you. I can't you. see you with hair. Well, thank you. I don't have uh, road rage. I go with the flow. Well, there's a sidewalk. Road I go rage. On Mary, you, you, want, do you want you want to know what you did? What did I do? You made a left on a red at a busy intersection. That's a law now, isn't it? No, left on red. No, you have to do it. No. You have to. <laughs> no. 
He's so, the worst fucking driver. We, we said we said oh life. shit when you we, did that. We were looking for sausage, German we sausage. We were. Oh, and then you did this. You it, not my car. You're 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 at the helm. Um, we're leaving Flushing Meadows, where your parking spot is. You know the way they have kind of like the grass dividers. You drove over that to get out of the parking lot. Oh, there's instead nothing of, wrong with of that. Pa- that's, that's all right. I I'm sorry. That. You leave. You leave. I was a little drunk. You leave box in the nice grass for the kids. I am oblivious. <laughs> Br, you're right. Mario, thank you, you for driving. No, no, you have I'm kids just, in the car. You can't be you, driving you for around driving, like Mario. nothing's happening. That was a great day. Thank we, you, me for and Mario. Had a great you got in the car day. with Mario. He's half in the bag. We had a great, great day. We had a great day. You let me. You let me, John. It was a great day. It's his fault. I wasn't around when you got in the car. You're like, okay, see ya. You guys are like, I'm going to some steakhouse. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Well, listen, we, went to, we went to Zoom Sandwich. The Zoom Stomp Dish. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was either that or a $22 calzone, and we went German. I thought I'd take the Jew to Germantown. What can I say? I'm sorry, Brian. Did it make you uncomfortable? Is that is that a, is that still vibrating? Yes, that's, oh, his, that's his mic stand. I don't know what he's done to it. Oh yeah, I guess he's frustrated I think he a, because there's no, we're not getting actually the vibration is this is the spring. It's the spring. Took it, oh, on, yeah. Yeah. took it on a trip and spanked it. Yeah, hey, hey, go ahead, I, go ahead, Ryan. I, hit it. Hit it. I, hit it. I, I want the knife. <laughs> hit it. Hit it, Ryan. Now hit the bottom one. It's a different tone. Oh, play that. It's the Muppet Show. Here it goes. Different tone. Different tone. Ready? Ooh. Oh, that one's... Oh, that's... that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's when you tell Jake. a bad joke, when you tell a bad joke... See how mine doesn't do it? Right. Because I'm not constantly fucking going like this yeah. the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. So uh, we're not live. It's just the problem. He's frustrated because we can't get live. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be a great podcast. But, yeah, right? Right, right. This will be on the podcast, so listeners, this is what we're, we're, we're acknowledging. Have you sorted it out, John? Was it the Wi-Fi, was it? No idea. So we're not live anymore. Not live anymore. Oh, man. Nope, it's not working. This is the first time this has ever happened. What's your listenership? Uh, we have six million people. <laughs> they're all in... They're all in, in any, any idea? Oh, we're back. Oh, no. Nope. We're not. <laughs> oh, well, I have my oh. eye on the chat. Yeah. You, can you check? What like what are your analytics suggesting uh, in terms of your listenership? Oh, it's, it's Something's happening. Several dozen. We might be back. <laughs> How's the chat please, box? Bear What's the chat with box yeah. say? Right, right, right. What do they say? We, we hear him. nothing because I know there's nothing happening. Hmm. What is the okay. chat box? Do you get say? feedback from listeners? Yeah. Oh yeah, see. we have a whole chat box thing going on. This is this is a chat. Is it saying you got you got to we're back. We're back. Okay, we're back. Hello everyone. Ah, finally. You can't mm, be. Sorry about that, everybody. You can't be I don't know what the hell is going oh, on? Oh, they missed Radio Gold here. I'm so off be. of this. Radio. Are we back right. on the air? Des yes, Bishop had a breakthrough air. about the Boy Scouts and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. No, that was all good. The, system system broke broke the whole thing's worth nothing now. So don't, listen to the podcast. Don't subscribe. Miss, don't mess with the Boy Scouts of America, man. They will shut you down. <laughs> they are. They're 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 big. We're back live on the air. Sorry, everybody. BSA for real. Oh. I have a Hillary Clinton's campaign shut us down. We were talking. Hillary. All right, so quickly, Mario, you have the news for us. I do, I do. Is there any introductory news uh, soundbite, or should I just go for it? Nope. Wait. Mario's bullshit. bullshit Mario. Maybe not talk over it, and uh, people can hear it. There's fresh bullshit from Mario. What's in the news, Mario? All right, first of all, I'm sorry I'm late, but Tommy phoned me, and uh, he wanted me to handle the news. So straight from Tommy to my fax machine. That's how long it took. Oh, my God. It's Tommy Rockstar News. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Dateline Queens. The New York PD released a picture of the man who exposed his genitalia to a woman sitting on a bench on a platform on Parsons Boulevard F train station in Jamaica on the night of March 24th. 
Officials say the suspects approached the 34-year-old victim, pulled his pants down, exposed his genitalia, and requested that she either give him a dollar or perform oral sex on him. I can't believe you're 34. 34. <laughs> the victim backed away, but the suspect continued to follow her on the platform. She then ran up the stairs to the mezzanine area, and the suspect fled to parts unknown. There were no injuries reported in connection with <laughs> this incident. Turn the page. All right, no, no. The suspect, like, is, like, this, this, the the suspect is described as an unkept man, believed to be 54 years old, standing 5 foot 6 inches tall That's and weighing you. 200 pounds. He was last seen wearing a gray hoodie, black sweatpants, and a black jacket. Uh-oh. Mario just described himself. He just, he just, just described yourself. <laughs> Elsewhere in Queens... He wasn't a cop, but he played one while driving the streets of Ridgewood. This is a new story now? A new story. <laughs> a Dunderson man was arrested this weekend after cops caught him driving a vehicle equipped by, by unauthorized flashing police lights. Also had a full array of weapons in his possessions, police said. Oh. On April 2nd at around 11.19 p.m., authorities said officers from the 104th Precinct spotted a 2010 Subaru Forester equipped with unauthorized lights and flashed your on car. driver made an e illegal left turn slow on a red light. Uh -huh. First of all, number one, slow down. Second of all, don't accept unaccepted, unapproved bits from Tommy Rockstar via text where he's just, just describe, describing you. Right. No, this is, is not, this is true. This really happened. Yeah, okay. I, wa they, I want bits all approved. After they approached the vehicle... The I prank! The enforcement, the enforcement <laughs> sources said... I took the spaghetti, I threw it right in the garbage. <laughs> you know what I did? I had an apple. <laughs> oh, boy. Now I know how Tommy feels. I'm with you, brother. Officers observed the police scanner sitting in the car in plain view. The driver just kept saying he had to get to McFadden's. Let's and failed move. to produce yeah, a, okay. a valid driver's license. What do you guys don't understand about not doing the shtick? I have a real story now. It's okay. not funny. In overseas news, I see where he's getting. Finding Inky. Oh, that's Tommy's hot sister. Inky the octopus escapes oh. from a New Zealand aquarium. <laughs> I think he's talking about Inky Rockstar. <laughs> no, I, I know this one. This is great. Go ahead. After busting through an enclosure, the nimble contortionist appeared to have quickly crossed the floor, slithering through a narrow drain hole about six inches in diameter, and jumped into the sea. Those then he squids could fit through. A, you got to slow down a little. Those squids can really fit through, like, uh, you know, little tiny spots. As right. long as their beak makes it, they're in. Right. right. <laughs> but this, miraculously, this tube that he was going, or the pipe that he was going down, just happened to feed out into the water. It's like the ocean. Finding Nemo, right? But Isn't that what they did? Derek Vulcan's apartment. I don't, I don't know. This oh. was no Houdini, but a rather a common New Zealand octopus called Inky, about the size of a soccer ball. The breakout at the National Aquarium of New, Ze New Zealand in the pier, which has captured the imagination of New Zealanders and made headlines around the world, apparently began when Inky slipped through a small gap at the top of his tank. Octopus tracks suggest he scampered eight feet across the floor and slid down a 164-foot-long drain pipe, then dropped into Hawke's Bay on the east coast of North Island, according to reports in New Zealand's media. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Sources close to TRN News says the aquarium keeper noticed the escape when he came to work and discovered that Inky was not in his tank. A less independent-minded octopus, Blotchy, remained behind. Hey, Ryan, do you have a game for us this oh, week? Oh, come on. I have one last story. These stories are horrible. You just barrel through them. They're terrible. 
where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses. I'm gone. I'm out of here. I'm tearing up Tommy's news. You're ruining my show. Fuck Tommy's news. Oh, he's tearing up the pages. He's tearing up the news. All right, come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> he doesn't even need a mic. He's picked up everybody else's. Have you ever listened to the Finally, show? Does anyone ever listen to it? Finally, a Homeland Security's public bulletin. A New York Kennedy airport today, a person later discovered to be a public school teacher, was arrested trying to board a flight while in possession of a ruler, a protractor, a drafting triangle, a compass, and a calculator. During a press conference, the attorney general said... He believed the man was a member of the notorious algebra movement, an offshoot of Italian ISIS. And the FBI intends to charge him with tricks. Ryan, you have a game for us That's what I get for trying to keep you guys up to date on the news. And that's the news. It's like old man Facebook come to life. (laughs) Oh, my God. This can't be my fax machine. It's like my grandfather's memory stick on the radio. Hey, Mario, why don't you do something useful with that paper and keep score? Or why? Yeah. I have a pen. God, I'm so bad. Ryan, every week Ryan comes up with a game for us. Dez, if you're you're not familiar... uh, um, it, it was great to hear Des riff on the news that no one can get a word in edgewise there. Um, oh yeah, I, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, don't pay attention. Well, to you that. know, actually, there was a two-run. There was a two-run homer, so it's uh, six-four. But nice. they brought, they brought oh familiar, no, don't they brought tell familiar us for one out, so I got a little distracted. It's over. Is the game over? Uh, it's currently happening right now. The third, uh, it's no, six, I was blaming Mario, not you, for not it's being able six to rip four. <laughs> okay. Well, every week uh, Ryan are, comes are up. You with guys, the, are you guys saving the I'm game? Sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, not. I, I don't have TiVo or anything. Am I, am I doing like a spoiler here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, people the, moan about anything. I heard people complaining about uh, spoiler alerts for uh, the People versus OJ. You yeah. think I don't care. <laughs> you think it's easy? What Tommy does, <laughs> and I will the never. The only thing do the I don't like again. was Star Wars. Or, you know, if, those, is it, if it's the first week, two weeks of Star Wars, everyone take it easy and stop being a dick. And Game of the Thrones. Game that's of the Thrones? One. I don't care. I stopped watching that like after what? the first season. No, that's a good, that's that's a good sign. I don't have time to watch TV. I don't have time. Then stop doing other things. I need Bernie Sanders <laughs> to become president so I can sit at home on my couch and watch Game of Thrones. Oh, no, there's a guy on base. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened to the Mets game? You turned know. it off? Six to four. It's on. commercial. Okay, so everyone, uh, Des, every week Ryan comes up with a game for us. We don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be a trivia game. We have no idea what it's going to be. And he's going to ask us questions. We're going to try to answer them. And we'll... we'll Hopefully, have a winner at the end of it all. Okay, I'm, yeah. think of that. I'm looking forward right. to it. It's very good. Here's or a the bunch Ryan of losers, game. maybe. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, hopefully, everyone will lose. Here's right. the Ryan so game. So I, I briefed as uh, during our commercial break, and we're going to play a game called 20 Seconds, and everybody loves this game because everybody sucks at it. <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> so you have 20 seconds. I'll give you a category, and you got to give me as many examples as you can within that oh, category. I'm so bad at that. I'm wet so. and I'm tired. So is this like uh, like uh, that's my caveat. So since I, I fear John and I respect his rhetoric, uh, let him go first. <laughs> <laughs> and John, oh yes, well, yes, Ryan. Timer ready. Hold on, I don't even have my timer ready. I'm ready. Fucking unprepared to answer questions and win I'm, the game. You're, you're woozy from that news. I'm pretty. You know, I'm pretty nervous. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh my god, that news was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Des, Des Bishop's a smart dude. He's a sharp guy, even though he failed out of a uh, first yeah, year of St. Francis Prep. Algebra is no joke. I'm nervous. I know. After that, we're gonna get our time slot's gonna get changed to Saturday at two a.m. <laughs> oh, uh, now yeah. I know how you feel, Tommy. Old I'm, man Neutron's gonna Tommy. bust us down a peg. Job. We're gonna be after Conan. It was, it was the wrong channel. That's why they're making. All right, Ryan. What's the game? Oh. 
Okay, 20 seconds. John, right. in 20 seconds, yes. name as many Hispanic baseball players in the Hall of Fame as you can. Go. Oh, Hall of Fame. Sammy Sosa. No. Oh, he did steroids. Fuck. Uh, Roberto Clemente. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has the bell. <laughs> uh, Mike Piazza. <laughs> now that's Italian. Um, uh, Pete Rose, Jose Canseco. Canseco. <laughs> nah, I'm terrible. This is terrible. I can't think. Uh, that news threw me for a You made me, me laugh, though. I'll give you that. You got one. Roberto Clemente. Uh, he, he eked his way in. Yes. That's right. Uh, excellent player and uh, excellent uh, humanitarian and um, what do you call him? Uh, ambassador for the game. Right. Uh, we're gonna go to Brian Musikoff next. Okay. Brian, in twenty seconds, name as names as many shades of green as you can. Go. <laughs> this show is off the rails. Jade. Yes. Uh, lime. True. <laughs> Ivory. No. No. Oh, fuck you. Um, can I answer in Cantonese? Mandarin. Mandarin. Hurry up. Hurry up. Uh, uh, green grass. <laughs> Leaf, leaf, no. marijuana. No, I don't know. Wrong. I don't know. Wrong. Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, Time's up. Some of the ones you missed were shark, uh, olive, chartreuse, chartreuse, and chartreuse, uh, and uh, forest green. Oh fuck! <laughs> Give me a break. That's called green. You should have said that one. Should have said that one for Dez. colors. You know, Hulk, oh, Hulk. That's one. All right, we're gonna go to Pat Walsh next. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, Pat, in twenty seconds, give me as many sports teams as you can. That are named after flying things. Go. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even think. Come on, the number one should be the... Game's impossible. There's two of them. I can think straight away. The The Blue Jays. Well done. Correct. The Orioles? That's right. Well done. Yeah, the Blue Jays and the Orioles. There you go. There you go. (laughs) You nailed it. Some Some of the the ones you missed were the Philadelphia Flyers. Yes, uh, and the uh, uh, what, are, they, are they? Is that named after a flying thing? Yeah, is that flying? Is a generic? I would have took it. Jets, the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets, the Cardinals, Cardinals, oh, yeah, the Jets, the Blackhawks, Benny and the Jets. All right, Mario. Uh, in twenty seconds, Wait, I made the packet. You the got pigs? three right. Two, 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 two. two. Time, time. Is By the way, join on? us every Saturday at 2. Is Mario's mic on? 2? Yeah, if you stop talking over him, I'll put it up. I've been banned in the several states, <laughs> and here I am. Go ahead. Mario, this isn't one of them. in 20 seconds, name as many sports teams as you can that are named after types of people. Go. Uh, Mavericks. Right. Cowboys. Yes. Indians. Yes. Uh, the... Uh, all right, come on. Don't have Eskimos. R- racist ones are okay. Uh, yeah, it's the Redskins. Thank you. Yes. Um, oh, Brian Musical. Yeah, well, cheating. I didn't say that. The Titans. Yes. The uh, Time's up. Oh, damn it. Very That's good, though. Five Very correct. Good. Five correct. Nice job, Mario. Yeah. Good you could have redeemed yourself after the news. Yeah, like <laughs> some of the ones you missed were the uh, Mariners and the 49ers. Uh, the Shipsmen. The the Lone Shoreman. My favorite folk group. That was the original name of the Beatles, the Shipsmen. Was it? Right. Village people had a team. Meanwhile, back at the the goddamn game here, having some issues. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, Des, you're up next. Oh, great. Let's give you a good one. I love a quiz. (laughs) Uh, In 20 (laughs) seconds, 
In 20 seconds, name as many wacky TV neighbors as you can. <laughs> wacky TV neighbors. Uh, Kramer. Yes. Uh, God. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, Mr. Furley. Yes. He's uh, more of a landlord. <laughs> He's wacky. Uh, he lived downstairs. Uh, uh, rerun. Throw one out. Uh, and time's uh, up. Okay. Who right. else do we have there? Some of the ones you missed were Steve Urkel. Uh, Steve Urkel's uh, from... What uh, about Jack Hay? And Larry Dallas. Larry Jack, Dallas. And Jack Hay would have worked, too. Steve Larry. Urkel's a neighbor? I thought he was like a main player on this show. Yeah, he was always harassing. Yeah. I never watched that show. They had to get show. a restraining order. It's terrible. They got a restraining order against him. They got a restraining order against Smooth Urkel. <laughs> it's terrible was there, was how there things turned out. Was there a neighbor on Pee-wee's Playhouse? Uh, chat box chiming in. Uh, Bobo Chip is saying Kramer. Uh, Jill saying Mr. Farley. I don't think Mr. Mr. Farley is an actual person. Right. Schneider. And, and the, uh, Schneider. the redhead girl from Small Wonder. Mm-hmm. Carlin Reed saying Gladys Kravitz. <laughs> Good one. Uh, Jill saying the white guy in the Jeffersons. Who's that? <laughs> the white guy in well, the who Jeffersons. Who was the white guy in the Jeffersons? Uh, Mr. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bentley. Mr. Whitingson. Mm-hmm. Was no, the, was, it, was it the man who was married in uh, We had this conversation marriage. before. Yeah, that's. It's Mr. Bentley. Was the, I what the Rerun was a bit of a cheat. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hey, he we'll lived in the neighborhood. That. That's all right. You creeped into second place, Des. We're taking Rerun. Good guy from the neighborhood, you know. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, you seen Des around? Owes me money. I heard he moved to Ireland. Oh, yeah? We're going to go back to John for one more. You got rid of that guy. You got rid of that guy for $100. John, John you get one more here. Ready? Yes. Uh, in 20 seconds, not Adams, but name as many famous ad- people named Adam as you can. Go. Oh, uh, that du- unfunny douche, Adam Carolla. Um, Adam West. Yes. Um, um, Adam Lambert. Okay. Uh, Adam... Uh, 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 the Adams family. Nope. Comedian. Time's up. Uh, Adam Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm Adam Seinfeld. Adam Weeby. Some of those years, Adam Shandling. Adam Shandling. Was was Adam? <laughs> Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Right. Uh, Adam, Adam and Eve. I'm Adam, Adam Ant. Eve. <laughs> Adam Lambert is somebody. I don't even know who he is. He's some crappy band, right? Right there, John. Thank you got you. four. You're Second Adam place. Adam Levine. From okay, so the the Mets won. All right. The Mets won just now. All right. Put it in the books. Put it in the books. Uh, in 20 seconds, uh, Brian Musikoff. Oh, boy. Name as many Transformers from the 80s cartoon as you can. Go. Oh, oh. I, wasn't a, I wasn't a fan, really, but, but I'll try. Okay. Bumblebee. Yes. Optimus Prime. Yes. Put it in the box. Brawn. Yes. Put it in the box. Um, Megatron. Yes. Put it in the box. Um, the Jet Guy. The Jet Stream. Jet Stream. <laughs> that's that's no. Twiggy from Jet, jet Stream. No. Stream. Jet Screamer. Jet thing. <laughs> jet, jet Jetron. Time's up. Okay. Not a fan. Put you rattled the them off pretty well. Well, I kind of know somewhat some about of the ones you missed culture. Were Star Scream. Star Scream. You couldn't just give me that one. Couldn't give it to you. And uh, the guy that turned into a boombox, uh, what was his name again? Soundwave. Soundwave. <laughs> boombox John. Raheem. Soundwave. I like Soundwave. Raheem. You have taken the lead, bro. I, I like Soundwave. Off. I had a Soundwave t-shirt and some fucker stole it off me at the laundromat. Because he's, he's, he's catering like to me. He's giving me the cartoons. I form like Voltron. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> give me all the arty ones, like the colors. music the, off the, some kind of nerdy shit. He's going right, to run right, the table. Right, 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 right. All right. Uh, we'll go to Pat. Okay. Pat in 20 seconds. <laughs> Name as many tire companies as you can. Go. Uh, that would be uh, Goodyear. Yes. Uh, Dunlap. 
Slim BF Dunlop. Goodrich. Yes. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, oh, I'm forgetting all the other makes, including the ones that are on my truck. J.O. Goodrich. <laughs> Think Italian. Come on. Time is up. Oh, well. Some of those you missed were Firestone. Oh. Firestone. Yeah. Firestone's a big one to miss. And Bridgestone. Bridgestone. Yeah. All, all the stones. stones. All the stones. You gotta have the oh, Hankook. Did you hear the clocks <laughs> skipped a part beat there for a second? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need a longer clock sound. <laughs> uh, you give us 22 minutes, we'll give you, we'll the, give world. you the world. We're going to go to Mario. And now, the news. Famous Irish comedian, Des Bishop. Mario, name as many. At the beep, uh, it will be two eleven. <laughs> Guns and Roses songs as you can. No, no, you can't do Tra- this. Traffic on the ones. <laughs> really? If you'd like to set your clocks. I don't know anything about heavy The Midtown metal. Tunnel is down to one fucking lane right. again because it's the weekend. Time yeah. at the tone will be exactly ten oh eight. Traffic is backed up to where the tanks aren't anymore. <laughs> That's a round of applause for me, man. <laughs> Wow, a bunch of '80s guys having fun together. Huh? I live, I live down the block from the tanks. I still suffer uh, irre- irreversible damage. That's uh, that was on the BQE, the ones you're talking about. On the LIE. Oh, okay. Oh, what you were God. hearing from, from Ma- Mario's voice is a manifestation. Elmhurst gas tanks, man. A manifestation. Oh, I was there when they uh, when they imploded them. That was great. What you're hearing from Mario's voice is a manifestation of all the uh, toxic chemicals from the gas tanks uh, coming through your radio yes, waves. Right. It's true. All right, Mario. In 20 seconds, name as many. Internet search engines as you can. Go. <laughs> Google. Yes. Yahoo. Yes. Bing. Yes. RedTube. No. <laughs> sort of. I search on it all the time. Oh, no. Were you searching for Seika on there, yeah. you old bastard? Uh, 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 Bing. Uh, <laughs> Razor. Paris coming dust. Razor. Uh, <laughs> what other search engines are there? Um, Razor. Time is up. Some of those you missed were Doug Pile and Excited. I remember including S. Jeeves on that. I remember living in Pat's apartment like 20 years ago and looking on Dog Pile. <laughs> but Ryan, aside from the FTP program, wasn't there a search engine called Fetch? Fetch, yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. No, no, that's a uh, FTP site. No, that's what it? I said. Aside from, I don't think they have aside from the file transfer. Yeah, Brian, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. What about Juno? Is Juno a I thought thing? I was in trouble for real. Someone will get that. Thank you. Juno. I got it. Talking over people. It's a clueless reference. <laughs> if, you have, if you have listeners around the country, I just can't imagine them listening to us like applauding over the Elmer's gas tanks and then going, what the fuck are these yeah, guys laughing They've all at? tuned out. It's over. <laughs> Mario's news they has left sunk the whole the show. Schnooze. <laughs> yeah, they left news. with the schnooze. They left with the schnooze. You guys have to have a meeting with the execs over uh, some of your items. Dude, we have no, we have, we have no writing. We have no, uh, uh, obviously, we have no uh, budget. Money. Somebody give us some money and we'll sit down and write all day. Instead of, I gotta go to work and turn a wrench like an idiot. And listen, we, need, we need health insurance. Too. We're all waiting for the day that somebody comes to John and says, "Listen, you're gold, but you gotta lose the other five bozos." I can't wait, <laughs> Mario. What does the scores look like? I'm what bringing are... Pat with me, and you're all out. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, John. Okay. Uh, Des, has, Des hasn't gone for the second round. You want to let him to go? Or should I... Well, let's see the scores. Des right. is, has still to go and has three in last place. John has gone and has four. Brian has six. Pat has five, and. Yours truly, with the schnooze, is in the lead with eight. No. Wow. Yes, wow. I am. But controversially keeping score himself. Yes, right, right exactly. Next. I got five this, on the first right, round, three on the second. This so is Des is going to have to get like five to tie Mario. He could do it. Name 
He learned Cantonese. He could do this. Dennis, name as many U.S. presidents as you can that were n- neither Republican nor Democrat. Oof. Oh, my Go. God. Bollocks. There's not Jesus, even five of this them. Is bullshit. There's ten of them. Millard Fillmore. Right. <laughs> 13th president of the United States. Uh, just say presidents and hope Jefferson, you're right. Jefferson. Yes. Washington. Yes. Uh, 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 Hamilton. Hamilton. John Adams. Yes. Uh, the other Adams. Yes. <laughs> Madison. Right. Oh, uh, he's got it. Get away with it. He's got it. Is that it? Come on. Uh, 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 One more. Time's up. Oh, I forgot. Nice job. And that's enough to take the well, lead. Suddenly I realized all wow. the early ones were not any I would have started with Washington, but you, know, hey. you throw out that one there and it's stuck yeah, in there. Yeah, I was like, wow. I think, I think it's like, you know what? That was like playing Battleship. You get that one spot, <laughs> then you just hit everything around it. <laughs> you suck my Battleship, Bishop. <laughs> some, of the, some of the ones you missed were William Henry. Harrison. Oh, he died in 30 uh, days. 30 and, days in uh, office. Did you dropped. say Madison or Monroe? Monroe was the other oh, one. I you didn't Ma- say. Monroe, of course Monroe I should have got Monroe. 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 He was a wacky Kennedy neighbor. got Monroe. I tip my hat to you, Mr. Bishop. You have out. Well, I got a lucky. I got me. a lucky one. There. I would have listed the first like. Can't believe you got seven Fillmore guys. right. right no. Well, you eight. know why? Because Miller Fillmore is a restaurant up in. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Off of Boston. Like Flushing Whitestone area. Always, the thing about Miller Fillmore was always like the least famous president. Nobody gets Miller Fillmore, so now yeah. we all get him because he's like famous <laughs> for not being got. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thir- number thirteen, Miller Fillmore. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Wow. I remember. But there was a band called the Middle Fillmore's also. Was there? Yeah. There and there was a comic strip good? called Mallard Fillmore. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's about the duck. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Bring that belt for yourself. Is there any, is there any, are you guys, were you guys fans of The Wire? Yes. Yeah. I, one of my I, I have a question. I was a late Favorite fan, shows but I ever. I worked well, on it. Yeah, one of the great shows, but I just finished watching The People vs. OJ, and mm. I noticed that yes. Gil, Gil Garchetti... Or Garcetti, I don't know how they pronounce yes. it. Garchetti. Yeah, Gar- yeah. He Gar- Garchetti was the the uh, DA, right. and he was running for office, and he, he didn't get in basically because of the OJ trial. Do, do you think that Garchetti is a sort of a is based it's on a, that? It's a shoot off. Does anyone happen to know if it was based on that? So, I don't know. I worked on the Wire. I worked on two. That's seasons a good question. It, really? I've never heard anything like that. Yeah. Oh wow, man. So, okay, what a crowing, great series. Crowbarring the fact that you worked on the show into the question. Well, he's fascinated by it. So. Well, it's a great you're not series. Answering. It's Wouldn't very popular tell in Europe. Never watched it. It's the money follows it. I watched. Of course, it. you never watched. Do you watch the any I, of the d- debates, Mario? Yeah, I watched last night. You did. I did. What you I think? was very impressed with Hillary Clinton. Oh Is she God. running? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch anything, and not only that, I you're not even it. registered to vote. I am going to take a picture yes, on my memory stick of my ballot. Good, mm-hmm. and Which I is will illegal. post it to you. Good, because you mm-hmm. because I've looked you up and you're I'm not in, in the Little system. I'm in Little Neck, not Douglas Tron. All right. Did you look yourself up? I'll tell you what I am watching. There's a show called Alone that's coming back, which is amazing. Yes, that was good. And they have this show called The Great Human Race, which I can't get enough of. These two people, <laughs> although I disagree. anthropologists, trace human history from the beginning of time to, my, to the landing in the new world. And they actually have to survive and live the way those people did. Uh-huh. And this one woman, Cat Somebody, she is like an amazing powerhouse. Now, who's who's to say what the beginning of time was? Not the beginning. Uh, the beginning of hominids and Homo erectus <laughs> and all those other homos that came <laughs> along. Matt, uh, Ryan, is the game over? I'm feeling Homo erectus <laughs> right now. <laughs> Who won? I'm feeling oh, like, our, I'm feeling like going home. fine guest, Des Bishop, you Yay, are the Des. champion of the oh, race. Oh, God, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how happy I am. 2016. I'm so happy. You better be. Put it in the 
books. Put, Put in the books. books. Put in the books. Put in the books. Des Bishop is the winner. Des, is there anything you want to plug or talk about before you, uh, we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to tell 10 people that uh, I will be performing around the city. No, I've, no, I have nothing, I have nothing to uh, <laughs> plug in. Don't forget to include us. Tweet me at Des Bishop. Snapchat me, Des Buffer, if you're a 22-year-old woman. Uh, <laughs> Des Buffer is my Snapchat ID, and uh, whatever, man. It was really, I have to say, a great experience to come here. Uh, a bit of nostalgia and a, a great laughs. Well, we love you, Des. Thank you for doing it, man. Thank you for having me. All anytime right. anytime you need somebody to fill airtime, just Welcome give me a call. Back. Dude, Welcome just come back, here every Des. Friday. I'll kick Mario the fuck out of here. <laughs> famous comedian Des Bishop. Uh, well, and now I'll, it's time for Des Bishop's news. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. I'm ready to go. You just say the word, Captain. Listen, me and Des are starting a, a pizza show and a radio show next week. You guys are totally out. Yeah, Friday is pizza night, especially during Lent. Absolutely. No meat. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Des. Thank you, Brian Musicoff. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Patrick Musicoff. Thank you, uh, Ryan Musicoff. Thank you, Mario Musicoff. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Uh, anything else? No? No. All right. Have no? a great night. Good, Good great. week, everyone. Go fuck yourself. Out of mood we'll see you then. <laughs> the show closed thing up. Out of mood of geek. I've lost it a lot. Out of Let's move. What's the closing? What's the closing song? What? Oh, how to hey, how to meet a guy to do the move? All right, we'll see you. What do we have next week, Brian? He's looking it up. See you next week. Set. Oh.